evening, everyone, and welcome in to tonight's broadcast here on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, WKBL Rocky Top Sports Radio. I'm Heath Dunkel, alongside Scott Dunkel, bringing you tonight's matchup as the Alcoa Tornadoes host the Rams of Tyner Academy. And boy, Scott, it has been a long time coming, and I am so glad to be back on the headset and see the Alcoa Tornadoes take the field. Oh, yes, definitely. He two weeks of waiting to get back out here. And um, last game was against Cookville, and then we wait as Union County gives a COVID forfeit, basically. And so nothing going on last week. <clears throat> Pardon me. And then tonight we've got the Tyner Academy Rams coming in um, for a good game with the Alcoa Tornadoes as Tyner comes in at 6-2. and two. Absolutely. 21 days since this Alcoa Tornado football team took the field. Their last time on the field, October the 1st, when Alcoa defeated Cookville 38-0. Then was on fall break for a week, then had a game canceled, as you mentioned a minute ago, to Union County, and are finally back in action. And what's even harder to believe, Scott, is two games left before it's playoff time in East Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's amazing how fast this year's gone. A uh, couple of unfortunate breaks, too, getting the COVID win from um, Pigeon Fortune and the one from Union County kind of took away a couple of games that we were able to possibly have gotten in this year. However, looking at the team as they're prep or preparing on the field, they look like um, they haven't missed a beat. They look like they're ready to get out there and play some football. Absolutely. Certainly ready to hit somebody else in the mouth that's not wearing the same uniform. And right. uh, we're ready to see that as well. And, um, you know, just kind of taking a look at this as well. You talked about missing two games due to COVID. I, I think one of the things that's really shocking to me is we didn't see more of that last year. Last year when COVID really kind of took over um, the nation, um, we we didn't have a game canceled last season that I recall. No, I don't recall one either. Um, so it was a little shocking to see it finally starting to kind of take hold this year. But happy that we're going to be able to do this one tonight and hopefully many more after this. And, and both teams are able to stay healthy and safe throughout the rest of each of their respective seasons. Uh, but, Scott, this is a different Chattanooga-Tyner team, um, a team that comes into this season uh, more polished than last year. They've got a new football coach at the helm, and uh, they're 6-2. and two and 2-2 uh, two and two in region play, and had a really tough battle last week against Meigs County. Right, they did, Heath. Um, looks like just a one-point loss, so close for a chance for victory to have it, you know, to lose by one. But another thing to look at, too, Tyner has now lost two consecutive games after posting a 46-6 victory over Bledsoe County, again losing to Marion County along with Meigs County last week. Absolutely, and, and Meigs County, a tough team. Um, with Meg's County coming away with that victory, Meg's stays undefeated. Um, and so they're 8-0, I believe, now. And also, they've got some talent at all different age levels for them as uh, the player who stopped quarterback Josh Jackson's two-point conversion that would have give, given the Rams the lead was a freshman linebacker for Meg's right. County making that play. So uh, he had a good game, 230 yards passing, um, two passing touchdowns. And this Rams defense, pretty stingy as well. Something else to look out for. And we'll talk a little bit more about that when we have Dan the man come on in a minute for a pregame scouting report. But uh, Scott, uh, kind of that in-between with fall to winter, as it's a little cold today, it's not it's not quite I would say fall weather. I think it's kind of starting to get a little colder than that 
but um, but still not too bad out there. No, not too bad. It's just slightly comfortable, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, just enough for a, a nice long sleeve, maybe a sweater on. 58 degrees here in Alcoa. The it says cloudy, but I'll put more of overcast because yeah, um, looks like a nice blanket of clouds over the top of us here. Still um, a great view looking towards the mountains uh, down towards the heritage area. So, but you know what? He, this is a great night for football. It certainly is, and we're certainly excited to bring it to you. Uh, Marty Millsaps, who's normally on the call with me, is in Tuscaloosa tonight as he is going to watch his mighty Alabama Crimson Tide play the Vols of Tennessee. Marty has not missed a game in over 20 years. Um, he goes to that game every single season, and so we hope that if he's still on the road, we wish him safe travels. We hope he's enjoying the broadcast, and we hope he has a wonderful time, but not too good of a time, as a few of us actually bleed orange around here. So so we'll see what happens with that. Um, but now, Scott, I think it's a good time for us to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to bring Dan the Man on the headset with me. We're going to give you guys a little bit of a scouting report based on what Dan has looked at so far coming into tonight's game. Also, just so you know, if you're tuning in and you're going, hey, isn't it about to be kickoff in here in a few minutes? It's not. Uh, Chattanooga Tyner actually showed up um, a little bit later than anticipated just due to some traffic. So they have delayed the game. We've got about 20 minutes still until kickoff. So that is why we also delayed our pregame show a little bit later than normal as well. So stay tuned with us. We'll continue to finish off this pregame show talking about a scattered report, then moving on to talking a little bit about playoff pictures and how those are shaping up. And then we'll bring the game to you here on Rocky Top Sports Radio. We'll be back in just a minute. Well, it's finally fall and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325. Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So, Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre-owned vehicles get service from a certified trained technician, which includes a 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. Twin City Certified.com. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan, I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community 
and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responders' service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Welcome back in to the Everton Orthodontics pregame show on the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Heath Dunkel and on the headset with me now is Dan the Man the intern as he comes with us every single week and helps keep up with the teams does a scouting report for us and then throughout the ball game goes on the field and really puts in the the uh the grind as he will get photos he'll get video and help us get a lot of cool shots that you'll see each and every week on our twitter on our facebook and on our instagram page as well uh dan uh, you had an opportunity this week like you always do to kind of scout these teams and, and it's been a minute since you've gotten to do a scouting report um, because of this cancellations and the bye weeks and all of that so you're well rested you're ready to go how are you feeling about tonight's game well it's great to be back here Heath um, obviously it's been a while since I've been on the headset but yeah, man. really glad to be back so it's for tonight uh, unlike Cookville the previous two, last two weeks two weeks ago um, Tyner Academy is a team that Alcoa has seen the last two years now and coming off of a previous year where Tyner Academy finished four and five, they bring in a new head coach from Ottawa, and they currently sit at six and two. Their offense is very explosive, and they also have a very stingy defense with a, with many turnovers this season. Yeah, it's a it's a great point you bring up, Dan. Is uh, two two things here. Number one, 
a new football coach, as you mentioned, replacing uh, the legendary coach of past, Wayne Turner, who had coached for a long time at Tyner Academy. Um, Wayne Turner, after he left, Tyrus Ward took over for about a month or so. And then just like that, he was gone. He had decided it wasn't the right fit. And so he left, and Coach Scott Chandler had an opportunity to step in and fill that role. So you've got a new coach coming into the season. You've also got a much-improved team from last year. Most definitely. Scott Chandler has really done well, and that's the difference with this Tyner Academy team. Obviously, last year they went 4-5, and five, and there's, they, were, they averaged around 22.4 points per game and allowed 25. Not a recipe for success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but thanks to Scott Chandler and his experience with Ottawa, this team is a lot better, sitting at 6-2, and two, averaging 32.5 points per game and allowing just 14.5 points per game. And last week... Even though it was a tough loss against Meigs County, 18 to 19, junior quarterback Josh Jackson completed had the, completed the night with 70 completions for 230 yards and two touchdowns with Jarius Cameron and Marcus Lewis Jr. Also, the Rams defense was very stingy the night before the last week as they had two interceptions on had a, had two interceptions in the first half and led 12 to seven at the end of the two. Yeah, so this defense uh, much improved from last season. Uh, you, you mentioned a minute ago, Dan, 25 points allowed per game last year. This year only allowing a little under 15 at 14.5. Uh, so defensively, they look better. Their quarterback is stout. He's a good athlete. Um, made a lot of plays in the field last week to Meigs County and almost came away with the victory. He got stopped on a two-point conversion that would have given them the win. Um, and you, you look at Coach Chandler, this is a guy who wins everywhere he goes. Um, he had a lot of success in his uh, last gig at Ottawa. Before that, he was at Coosa, Georgia, coaching there. And uh, also including at Coosa, Dan's an interesting fact for those who may not know. He broke a 15-year playoff drought at Coosa in 2004, as well as a second-round appearance as the head coach of Ottawa in 2018. Um, so he's doing a really good job in his first season with the Rams. This is a much improved football team versus what we faced last year. Um, how do you think this thing's going to end up finishing out? Like, like you said, Heath, this is obviously a very a more improved Tyner Academy team. But given that both these teams are really talented, they, Tyner will be going up from a 2A game to a 3A matchup tonight against Alcoa. And even though it's one step up in classification, Alcoa is a 3A team that is able to compete not only with 5A, but 6A teams too, given their size and depth of the school. And given Alcoa's experience going up against upper division schools, I believe that this will give them a slight edge tonight over Tyner Academy. And I think they will have, and that, and this edge will be able, will allow Alcoa tonight to secure a victory over the Rams. Dan, what do you think your final score prediction of the night will be? I think tonight Alcoa will win against the Tyner Academy Rams 49-7. to 49-7. All right, you heard it here first from Dan. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 56-7. to seven. So we'll, we'll see who's closer, um, who, who's going to win the, this bet. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a great game. Uh, Alcoa comes into this game 5-0 and all time against Tyner Academy. However, things can change in an instant and you've got a better better Tyner Academy team coming into this ball game but will travel affect them and you have to know that Alcoa is coming in with a little bit extra motivation after being off for a few weeks so 
We'll find out soon enough as we've got about nine and a half minutes left to go before this game kicks off. We've got a lot of festivities tonight. It's homecoming night. It's also a Hall of Fame game where they're going to be honoring the Hall of Famer or uh, two here tonight, I believe, as well. So uh, if we find out more information, we'll certainly give that to you. But because of homecoming, the band is performing pregame, and that is what you may potentially be hearing in the background if it's loud enough. But uh, let's take about a two-minute break, and when we come back, we're going to bring Scott and Trevor on the headset, and they're going to talk a little bit about the playoff picture and how things are shaping up so far as we get ready for the playoffs here in just a few weeks. Again, you're listening to the Everton Orthodontics pregame show here on the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Heath Dunkel, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things big orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. This is WKVL, AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee, a service of Blunt Broadcasting Corporation. Welcome to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. 
as you're listening to the Everdeen Orthodontics pregame sh- show today as this is Scott Dunkel along with Trevor Dunkel as we're going to take a look around the region, the area, the districts, and everything else around here and find out what's going on and what uh, could possibly be as we keep getting closer to the playoffs. We're going to go to Trevor Dunkel now. Trevor, what's going on around here? Thank you, Scott. Um, Tonight, uh, there obviously are a lot of games, but a lot of these games are not going to matter when it comes to region. There's only about two games really in the area um, that are more Knoxville, um, that are going to matter when it comes to the playoffs, but most of these are just fun little games they're playing tonight. Um, so, but we'll we'll start in our uh, region. Um, you have Scott who traveled to or is traveling to Gatlinburg Pittman tonight. If you remember, Scott's no longer in the region, so that game doesn't really matter for Gatlinburg Pittman. Um, but what they're going to be worried about is Pigeon Forge next week, and Pigeon Forge uh, hosts Happy Valley Warriors tonight. But next week, because um, right now Alcoa is locked in first place, Austin East is locked in fourth, most likely even if Austin East loses next week to Alcoa. They're locked in those positions, and then Northview and Union County both play each other next week for who gets to be last place in the, the region. Um, but... Uh, next week, Gatlinburg Pittman and Pigeon Forge are gonna, going to be battling for second and third. Um, as both, uh, well, Gatlinburg Pittman's three and one in the region, and Pigeon Forge is three and zero, oh, but with one COVID loss that counts but doesn't count. Um, so we'll be kind of paying attention next week to to that game to see how our region is going to shake out. We'll also be paying attention um, next week to three A Region One, as that's who. Um, we're going to be facing going into the playoffs, so obviously we want to look um, into that. So last night, Chucky Doak traveled to North Green and defeated them 39-0. to uh, The rest of that um, region is actually off tonight. I don't know why the, the entire uh, region decided to take off, um, but next week is going to matter for them as uh, Unicoi County will be taking on Johnson County. Um, Unicoi right now sitting three and zero in the in the region, so they're hoping to stay in first place. Um, and then you have Chucky Doak and West Green playing each other next week. So if Johnson County can win, then there's going to be crazy mashup between all all of the teams with between one uh, one and four. Uh, but then you have Claiborne pretty much looking looking out as uh, they're zero and three, so they won't be making it. I um, mean, then moving on to um, to local area teams are we about to do yeah trevor i'm sorry um we're going to go to about a three minute break here as they get ready to do the national anthem so um we'll be right back here in just a few minutes el jimador mexican grill authentic mexican food in maryville tennessee for the past 15 years open sunday through thursday 11 a.m to 10 p.m friday and saturday 11 a.m to 10 30 p.m El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports.
Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills, or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, And let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325. Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So, Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre-owned vehicles get serviced from a certified trained technician, which includes a 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. Twin City Certified.com. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. 
I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at bluntareajobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Welcome in as we are getting ready to get things going here at Alcoa High School as the Alcoa Tornadoes host the Rams of Tyner Academy. We just finished up the Everton Orthodontics pregame show here on the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. And Alcoa's captains and Tyner Academy's captains just finished meeting at midfield. Tyner won the toss. They deferred to the second half. So Alcoa will begin with the football and uh, they have to be excited about that, Scott, because they have a chance very quickly to start putting some points on the board and getting things going again after a 21-day layoff. All right, Heath, and if they're going to get to Dan's 49 points, get it started early. Absolutely. So these young men run through the Alcoa football helmet, and they make their way through the band and over onto the sideline to get things started as the band and cheerleaders quickly exit the field. Alcoa tonight is in dark mode, Scott, as they are wearing black uniforms, a white pants, black socks with some pink accents on them, and aluminum helmets tonight. Whereas for the Tyner Academy Rams, they are all white with, uh, I believe, a maroon helmet and maroon socks uh, on them as well. So we'll be bringing this to you in just a minute. Also, just so you know, fans, um, we unfortunately did not receive a roster this week from Tyner Academy. Um, we were able to snag uh, a kind of a makeshift one from someone 
a few minutes ago. I'm still trying to piece all of it together. So if you hear us say number 25 on the catch, please forgive us. But we didn't necessarily get all the tools we needed for that as we weren't able to get that from them. Uh, but we will do our best to try to make out whatever names we can on this roster and help you out. Um, we do have Alcoa, so no need to fear. We're, we're prepared there, and we know those names pretty well. Oh, yes, we do, Heath, indeed. So Tyner is getting back to kickoff, and it looks like that's number seven. It looks like his name is Dimitri Lovic. The junior goes with the kick, and it gets to around the 20, and that's where Alcoa will bring it back. But, Scott, he won't go very far as uh, he got stopped quickly as that time it looks like Number 18 for the Tornadoes, that is Brendan Dugan, tried to return it, but uh, they got down there quickly, and number five for Tyner um, was able to bring him down. Yeah, very quick kid on that one right there. Got down, and um, Dugan tried running laterally instead of up the field and didn't quite be able to escape him. So a good try. We'll get a good start for Alcoa still. They are at the 20-yard line of Alcoa as we get underway. All right, so Caden Buckles and this Alcoa offense begin things at the 20 to start this fall game. And he's in the shotgun. He's a running back in the backfield. He'll instead turn and throw on a slant route across the middle, and that will be complete to the senior wide receiver, Major Newman. Good pick up there, and it'll be second and short. One running back in the backfield again with Buckles. He'll send a man in motion, take the jet sweep, hand it off to the running back up the middle. And uh, that is DJ Foster and Foster picking up a first down on the carry. Nicely done by that young man and a good push that time by the offensive line. Yeah, good little twist and turn. It looked like he might got stopped at the uh, line of scrimmage. Did a little twist one way, a little twist to the right and left and was able to pull out four yards on that. But more importantly, got Alcoa on first down. Yeah, running behind that stout offensive line led by two super juniors as uh, Lance Williams and Bubba Jeffries. Lance at 6'4", Tyler Jeffries 6'5", 305, both of them with several major D1 offers, and that continues to grow as uh, they'll hand the football off up the middle for a gain of a couple, and it'll bring up second down for Alcoa. Looks like uh, Itty Salter came in the game for that carry. Scott going back talking about these two offensive linemen. Lance Williams, seven Division I offers, a 2021 Tennessee Army National Guard 3A preseason All-State team selection. He's currently ranked as a three-star on rivals, where Tyler Jeffries, also a 2021 Tennessee Army National Guard selection. And uh, Scott, out. as we talk about them, they lead another big hole there, and it leads to a quarterback run. And Caden Buckles out here looking like Michael Vick. Uh, as uh, he was having a little bit of fun and a big-time pickup on the quarterback keeper. Yeah, he got a good hole over there on the right-hand side as he came through. Looks like they're going to mark him down at the 30-yard line of Tyner. So a really good gain on that one. It looks like about 35 yards. Heath. Excellent play for Buckles. Yeah, good run by the senior quarterback, and that will put the ball at the 30-yard line. So first and 10 for Alcoa. And uh, that was a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Alcoa's picked up a few of those tonight. 
Uh, first and 10, ball in the 30. 10.03 left to go in the first quarter. Now Alcoa on their first drive of the game as they'll turn and they'll hand the football off and continuing to churn and burn is the running back for Alcoa. I believe that was Salter on the carry that time and almost fumbled the football, but the referees are going to say he was down before the ball came out. Second and five now for Alcoa. And this is certainly what you want to see, Scott. Starting off after 21 days off, you want to see your offense looking like they haven't missed a beat. And so far, uh, moving down the field with ease. Right. That's a good sign right there. Um, you know, a lot of times you have to kind of brush off some of that rust, but Alcoa looking pretty good to start with. Dropping back is Caden Buckles. He'll look down the field and he'll complete to Newman. Newman across the middle, lowers his shoulder and gets taken down awfully close to the first down marker. I think he got it. Going to be close, I can tell that. Looks like they're going to, oh, no, they're going to give it to him. They're going right. to give it to him. And Scott, something else I noticed on that play uh, is a person in the ball game that we haven't got to talk about in a few weeks, and that is number nine, Jordan Harris. Yes, is back that's in right. action as Jordan Harris took a nasty hit in the West game, had it to be carted off, and everyone was obviously Right, super, did not even get to play in the Cookville game. Yeah, didn't get to play last week. We were super, or a couple weeks ago, excuse me, super concerned about him. But uh, the fall break and also the cancellation due to COVID probably did him some good and allowed him to get completely healthy, and he is back for tonight's ball game. As Alcoa on first down goes with a quarterback keeper, Chattanooga Tyner read that one a little bit better than the first. No gain for the quarterback. They're actually going to say he got one on the play, so it'll be second and nine. 8.15 left to go here in the first quarter. Got trips to the right. Single receiver and Major Newman to the left. And I believe Harris in the backfield. And uh, he's going to run out of the backfield on a little. Oh, man. Trying to, try to do a running back screen to the outside to him. That's and, so uh, frustrating. Harris just I'll falls down after making the catch. Yeah. Yeah, so frustrating. Made the turn in the. Looks like his foot just slipped out from under him and took a knee. And with high school rules, that's it. He's down. Yeah, absolutely. And and also, too, for someone just kind of getting back into the groove of things and really just wanting to find a rhythm, that's that's frustrating for him, you right. know, to get back on the field and not be the first kind of big play you make when the ball comes your way. But don't worry, Jordan Harris is a very talented young man, um, a relative of uh, Isaiah Cox, who went on to play at Cincinnati. He's a freshman with Cincinnati this year, so lot of talent in those jeans oh. and he'll continue to show that throughout the rest of this year and Scott another uh, player who normally doesn't make a mistake but that time they throw it across the middle to the freshman tight end Eli Owens and Owens just drops it yeah wide open I think he got a little excited about the possibilities and just didn't didn't get a good grip on it that's for sure he well hopefully at halftime someone can go to the dollar general buy a little bit of white rain hairspray spray it on those gloves and he'll be back ready to go in <laughs> no time so we'll say <laughs> a little stick on a little hairspray whatever it takes uh so fourth and 13 in the tornadoes instead of trying to let bacon louderback see if he can kick from this distance they're going to go for it and buckles is going to go deep to the end zone up oh and in the hand scott beautiful throw look like an even better catch but the last minute, it fell out of the hands of number four, Jamal Williams. And just like that, what started as a promising drive 
ends and a turnover on downs, and now the Rams right. with the football. Yeah, and just talking about shaking off a little rust, and then looked like in that series, all that rest came back. So, well, I don't usually believe in jinxing ourselves, but maybe I should start because I think we kind of blew it there. But uh, first down for Tyner Academy. This is a team, Scott and Tyner, very talented, coming into this football game at six and two, and certainly scoring some points this year. Right, Heath, averaging about thirty-two and a half points, allowing fourteen and a half. Yeah, much different than last season, Scott, as Tyner averaged 22 points last season and allowed 25. So uh, certainly uh, better on the offensive side and defensive side with their improved team and new year, first year head coach. So on first down, they try to run the football, a little crossbuck action that time, and Alcoa sniffs that out quickly. After a one-yard gain, it's second and nine. And it looks like that one... Um, was carried by, I believe, number 17, Javel Woodruff on the carry. In the backfield, Woodruff is the quarterback, number nine, Josh Jackson, the 6'4", 212 junior. Jackson turns, throws it outside towards the sideline. Ball was intended for Zayshun Hubbard, and uh, Zayshun um, not able to get back to the football in time. That ball sells out of bounds, and it's now third and nine. Right, it was kind of wondering if he was supposed to stop and cut back and look like he forgot or the quarterback just got a little hurried and threw that because he never did turn around for that ball. Yeah, timing a little bit off there between the quarterback and wide receiver. And now they've got a third and long situation. Trips to the right, single receiver to the left. Tried to get Alcoa to jump. They almost did, but good discipline by Alcoa did not jump off sides. So now Tyner turns and looks over to the sidelines towards their head coach. He gives them a new play call. And Jackson drops back. He throws oh, a deep one down hit. the field. And if Major would have gotten his head turned around a little bit sooner, that probably would have been an interception. But instead, incomplete pass. And that will force the Rams to punt. Yeah, and Josh Jackson back there was introduced to a couple of tornadoes <laughs> just as he released that ball. took him to the turf and I said, I'm sorry, Mr. Jackson, I am for real. As a nice job by the defense that time, and they will get the football back quickly to their offense. And this offense would like to see if they can finish a drive here on their second opportunity. Looks like Dimitri Lovic not only doing the kickoff duties, he'll do the punting duties as well. And a high punt, but a little bit short. And coming up and making the fair catch is number nine, Jordan Harris. So Alcoa will get the ball at the 45. So 55 yards away from Pater, and Caden Buckles comes out with this electric offense. Uh, really moved the ball successfully across midfield on the last drive. Got to around the 20, 30-yard line and just kind of puttered out. Right, they did. He, um, hopefully we can keep this going a little bit, maybe shake off a little bit of that rust from the uh, not playing for the last three weeks. I was going to mention, too, Heath, just um, see if you remember this, but Jackson, his build and size and so forth, Reminds me a lot of Foster from Austin East just about a year or two ago. Yeah, yeah, I would totally agree with that. He's definitely got his size and build. For those of you who remember what he looked like, just kind of a stout quarterback. Um, I would say for those who maybe are NFL fans, kind of looks a little bit like a like an old-school Byron Leftwich or right. uh, nowadays um, Dwayne Haskins, um, who uh, plays for a backup quarterback for the Steelers now. Um, but, um, yeah, kind of got that build. Some really good athleticism, but also some big size and can use that to his advantage. Uh, second and two now 
for Alcoa as they run the football on first down. Trips to the left, single receiver to the right, and Harris in the backfield will buckle. We'll send Harris out in motion. Let's see if they try that wide receiver screen again or running back screen. They do. Harris catches it this time. No falling there and picking up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Good play for Alcoa right there. Tyner's got some really good backs just watching how they're, they've been covering the tornado so far, doing a really good job of staying with them. But Alcoa will start to break through here in a little bit and kind of get that. Get that worked out just a little bit. This time quarterback keeper by Caden Buckles picks up a couple. Buckles had about a 30 to 40 yard run the first time he tried that play. The last two times, Tyner's been able to pick up on it a little bit quicker as only allowing a few yards both times as it's now second and eight. And Scott, in just a moment, I want to give some secret safe place for social uh, media shout outs to some fans who interact with us throughout the morning as we talked about tonight's game as they hand the football off to Elijah Cannon. And Cannon, with a nice run up the middle, brings up third and short. So while they're turning and getting ready for the next play call, we'll go ahead and start with a couple of those shout-outs. Shout-outs to Charles May, Linda Powers, Kenny LeGuire, Kipper and Tamara Presley, Christy Tyson, Nikki Freeman, Sue Dauber, and Cliff Lunsford for liking our post this morning. Also, Kenny, Kipper, and Cliff all commented as well. So we certainly appreciate that love. And uh, we have got... A couple more to give here from our Facebook page. Uh, looks like Coretta Mambo, Ashley Goins, Christy Tyson, and Chastity Ledbetter as well. So thank you so much for your love and support. We'll go to Instagram a little bit later and talk about some of our likes on there as well and give shout-outs to them. But right now, Scott, it looks like we've got a Lee Franks a Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout on the field. Let's take one with them. Your score with 420 left to go in the first quarter. Alcoa 0, Tyner Academy 0. We'll be right back. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Welcome back as Alcoa on the field on their last play had a wildcat formation and Major Newman uh, turns, lowers the boom on a linebacker, spins off 
a him, and it took a few more Rams to get him all together to bring him down, and Alcoa picked up a first down. And right now, before they can get the next play off, there is a penalty on the field as the refs confer. wonder if it's a false start. It is indeed a false start on the offense. Should be a five-yard penalty and back it up to a first and 15. Yeah, it's something that we don't need to see a lot of, Heath. If you remember in the West game, for example, Alcoa had 16 penalties that game. Um, they definitely cleaned it up against Cookville, but we definitely don't want something like that getting started again. First and 15, two receivers to the right, one to the left, tied in in the backfield. They'll turn, they'll hand the football off to Major on the jet sweep action. Major working hard to break through that time. Someone had his shoe trying to bring him down on a shoestring tackle near the line of scrimmage. He's able to sneak out of it and gain about four on the play diving forward. But the young man who grabbed his shoe, Scott, must have got a little bit more than that as he is writhing in pain on the field. Right, Heath. I was trying to see what number, but it's kind of hard, especially when they're laying on the back. But Yeah, I hate to see that. Um, any point in the game, you, you hate to see injuries take right. place. And um, a team in Tyner Academy, Scott, a 2A football program, there's not a whole lot of depth there anyways. And so you, you definitely want to try to preserve everyone that you can. Um, but they're going to check on that young man right now. And uh, was looking a minute ago, Scott online, just trying to figure out, you know, what do you what do you call a flock of rams? Like, what's what's the the word for that? It's a it's a mob, a mob of rams. Oh, okay. Never knew that. A little interesting tidbit for those who listen to the broadcast tonight. Trying to see if there's any uh, scores of interest. Um, going around the area. I know Trevor will be bringing us some scoreboard updates throughout the night on halftime and on our post-game show. We'll see if there's any right now to speak of as we will try to find a Coach T scoreboard here in just a minute. Hey, it looks like that was Trey. Looks like Trey Ruffin was the player injured for Tyner. They were to give get him up, and they're taking him back to the bleachers at the back of the sideline there to check him out. Certainly glad to hear that that young man is okay as both teams are getting ready to get back on the field here. A couple early quick scores of interest. Jefferson County is defeating Morristown West 21-0 in the second quarter. Greenville defeating Morristown East 21-7 in the second right now. Doesn't sound like a good night for Morristown. Not at all. Buckles drops back. He looks down the field, sends a man out, and that's Jordan Harris. Jordan Harris lowers the boom. And picks up around seven on the play. So he'll get back to the original line of scrimmage a few more yards after that. And it's going to be about third and four. A couple other scoreboard games brought to you by Bliss Air, our scoreboard sponsor. Uh, Bearden leads Anderson County seven to six in the second quarter. Ray County 21 to 14 over Bradley in the second. South Doyle 14, Carter zero in the first. Farragut and Fulton tied up a seven in the second quarter. Gallenberg Pittman leading Scott County, seven to zero in the first. Gibbs leading Clinton, 19 to seven wow. in the first quarter. Buckles turns, hands off to Harris. Harris jukes, jives, gets good around man, another one, that. slips, slides, doesn't get to the end zone, but he is in the red zone, and he has picked up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Some nice shifty moves, and that's got to feel a little bit better for him. I'm sure it does. Definitely looked like that leg was doing 
Much better. Got him down to the 14 now for Alcoa as it is first and 10 at the 14-yard line of Tyner. Good run that time by Harris. Going back to a couple more scores of interest for you. William Blunt leading Hardin Valley 7-0 in the first. Lenore City and Heritage knotted up at 0 in the second. Halls and Central tied at 7 in the second quarter. That will be a good game right there. Handoff, DJ Foster. Foster fighting for as many yards as he possibly can, and he will pick up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. He's got it to around the four-yard line as we are in the common sense pest control red zone. Good run by and Foster. It is. He, he, took a few, he took a few rams with him. They are fighting hard to get a couple extra yards and picking up that first down. So did he take a mob of rams with him, Heath, or just a few? I think he took a mob. Okay. I think he did. Might have taken half the team. It's so small. See if we can get a couple other scores here. We got Pigeon Forge leading Happy Valley 21 to 0 in the second. Maryville 14, West 0 in the second quarter. Stone Memorial 7, Kingston 0 in the first. They'll turn, they'll fake the handoff, and rolling out of the pocket on a bootleg action is Caden Buckles. Buckles pointing down the field, and he'll just take it, and he'll find himself from the red zone into the end zone. Touchdown, Caden Buckles on a four-yard scamper, and that is your first touchdown of the game brought to you by El Himidor, and a nice play by the senior quarterback. Yes, it was. Looked like he was really wanting to try to get a pass off. Just couldn't get anyone open. Uh, like I said earlier, the um, – Defensive backs for Tyners have been playing really well guarding the Alcoa receivers, but yeah. what counts is he saw the open end zone and took it in. Certainly did, and Alcoa finally on the board here, and Bacon Louderback with his extra point is up and doing, and your score with 47 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Alcoa 7, Tyner 0. We'll be back in just a minute. Crazy. A gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County. I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. Welcome back as Alcoa kicks off to number 17. That was Javel Woodruff and Woodruff Scott as we were coming back from the break. A nice return. But he's going to fill that one in the morning as it gets past midfield and then just gets walloped by Alcoa's defense. Looks like Braden Dugan with the final hit. Yeah, he, he um, got a good run going there. I was afraid he hit one or two more levels of defenders and we'd be having a tight, tight game right now. 
Yeah, absolutely. Good hit by Brennan Dugan and, and uh, luckily prevented a touchdown. And so now Tyner Academy is 47 yards away from Pay Dirt and trying to see if they can respond to this touchdown. Alcoa just scored a moment ago. Stop. And that's not going to be a good way to start as they try to hand the football up the middle to big number three, looking more like a defensive lineman or maybe the bus, um, Jerome Bettis, as they hand it off to him. And Alcoa is in the backfield and Riley Long with the tackle. Right, Alcoa was all over that play right there. Wasn't letting him go anywhere. Looks like a loss of two for Tyner on that play as well. Second and 12, and only a few seconds left to go in the first quarter, and Tyner Academy decides to just let it roll, and they will take it over to the sidelines and talk things over. As now at the end of one, seven to zero, Alcoa leads. And Scott, um, that, that first quarter went a lot faster than expected. It did. Um, you'd almost think that we were running a continuous clock there. Yeah. I was watching the referees here as they were marking the ball, the spot of the ball. But I kind of noticed, Heath, I guess this is one of the things the referees like when the ball's at midfield. He's only got four yards to walk to put the ball down and get started for the other way. <laughs> yeah, pretty easy journey for him to reach the second quarter as uh, both these teams come over to their sidelines, talk to the coaches for a few minutes, get coached up. You see Coach Nix kind of talking to his defense, preparing them uh, for the rest of this Rams drive. Um, really would like to see Alcoa here stand tall, force a three and out, get the football back and to see if they can continue to extend this lead. It, it should be 14-0 to right now, but this offense right. got all the way down to the 30 on their first drive and then just kind of stalled out. They had a, uh, uh, a quarterback run that went for a yard or two. They had Drop a wide receiver pass, screen yeah. where he caught it, but he fell down and lost a couple yards. Um, yeah, and then they went for it. And then on third down, they had uh, Eli Owens down the field for a first. He just dropped it, went for it on fourth and 13, threw a beautiful pass into the end zone, and it just fell right out of the hands of Jamal Williams. So just a couple of drops. And he was drops. guarded well, too. So yeah. could have been a little disruptive from the um, defensive back as well. Yeah, good defense and, and just a few um, tough plays for the wide receivers in that, that drive. But they made up for it on the last one. Got some points on the board. And now Tyner Academy is trying to see if they can respond as we start the second quarter. Both teams on the field. And Jackson turns, gets it out quickly, and completes it to number six, Marcus Lewis, Jr., uh, with the catch. Yeah, such a quick move by Jamal Williams, the cornerback there for Alcoa, that he actually came out of his shoe while he made that tackle. <laughs> tackle by Jamal Williams, but also it looks like he was assisted by Aaron Davis. Aaron Davis having a really good season so far for Alcoa. Very impressive junior linebacker, son of Shannon Mitchell, a talented uh, man. Good stop. Come on, right there. There you go. Played uh, played at Alcoa, went on to play tight end at Georgia, and then played in the NFL. His son is very talented as well. He's got a few other boys um, that have played here also. One of them, Eli Mitchell, uh, plays for ETSU. Just been, is uh, going through, I believe, his sophomore season with the Buccaneers this year. As... Um, Good stop by Alcoa on a running play by Tyner. Forces Tyner to lose a few more yards. And now it's going to be fourth and around 10. And that will force the Rams to punt. Jordan Harris back to receive. So good start to the second quarter for Alcoa. Yeah, very good um, series right here for the defensive line for Alcoa as 
any type of run that they kept trying to do off those front three, front four, all over the play right there. Looks like Tyner also has now called another timeout here at, with fourth down as Alcoa leads 7-0 with 10-28 left in the second quarter. You wonder with this field position, I was I was curious if they were going to maybe think about going for it here. You're at midfield, but you've kept this game slow so far. If you punt it, do you, you put it in the hands of your defense and see if they can stop Alcoa, or do you think if we let Alcoa have the ball back again and they open it up a little bit more, Maybe our team starts to wear down. Maybe they, we try to go for it to build some energy. What do you think they're thinking here? Well, you've got fourth down and 10. Alcoa has stopped the run and played well on that pass. Do you really want to take a chance to give Alcoa a short field, which just means they could possibly score even quicker? Well, I mean, I don't disagree with you, but why take a timeout there? That I'm not real sure of, unless they just didn't have the right personnel out there. Yeah. So fourth and 10, they come back out, look like they're in the pump formation again. We'll see if they try to go for a fake. Alcoa has done a good job going back out to the receivers on both sides to make sure they're covered up by a defensive back. So no one's left open here. He'll turn. He's just going to get it off. He'll punt it. And Harris back to get it. He'll make it. No fair catch. He's going to return it. He misses one tackle, evades another, finds a little bit of a hole. Uh, but that hole closes around the 40, and that is where they will bring Harris down at around the 42-yard line. And Alcoa. We'll take over there on offense. Looks like they thought Harris fumbled it as he was coming down, and so Tyner was trying to fight him for it. Refs finally break up the scrum and say it's Alcoa football. Yeah, I was kind of wondering what number one was doing there. It didn't look like he wanted to get off the top of Harris there. But a good spot for Alcoa at the 40, their 43-yard line as they prepare for first and 10. Alcoa leads the series all-time against Tyner 5-0, won last season 63-7. It's a much-improved Tyner team this year, and that shows also on the scoreboard as it's only 7-0 right now. Alcoa trying to see if they can add to that. Is done first down, hand the football up the middle to Eddie Salter, and Salter with a couple yards in the carry. It'll be second down. Good run by Salter right there up the middle. Looks like... I apologize. Looks like maybe about three yards on that game, maybe four. So good run, good up the middle play for Salter right there. Heath. Yeah, second and six now for the Tornadoes. You've got Elijah Cannon in the backfield along with Eddie Salter back there with Caden Buckles. They'll send Salter in motion. They'll turn, they'll fake the running back screen, and Buckles will keep it himself, lower his helmet, and gain a few. But there is a penalty on the field, and Scott, more than likely, that's going to be a hold. Right, Heath. It, it was just one lineman right there in the area and you saw that coming out and they've already indicated it is a hold so a hold on the tornadoes that will move them in the wrong direction let's see where they spotted at look they were spotting it at the 48 they're going to mark 10 yards off of that take it back down to the 38 so a spot foul there and looks like alcoa will be should be what second and 18. Um, about 15. Second and 15. Okay, so second and 15 for the Tornadoes. So we've got trips to the right, single receiver to the left. And Buckles drops back and is going to look downfield. Has to evade some pressure. He'll get it out to the running back. 
Good move by Salter, and Salter lowers his helmet, knocks the defender over, and then dives forward and gets really close to that first down marker. I think he's going to be just about a yard or so short. So it'll now be third and one. Good play right there. Good call for Alco on, on that little screen. Salter's got good speed, was able to get past the first defender, and like you said, just one yard shy of a first down. Well, and also, Scott, just a really good job by the quarterback. Sometimes when you're in a uh, a long situation like that, second, third, and long. You try to do too much too quickly. Right. Well, Buckles does drops back, sees nothing after going through his progressions, and quickly decides to dump it off to his running back out in the flats and lets the skill position player do the rest. And a good decision there leads almost to a first down. This one will lead to a first down as they hand the football off to Elijah shot out of a cannon. Yeah, and down, he dude. brings up or a slow to get up. Dwight Price Realty Executive's first down. He was slow to get up, but he's back up and moving now. And so is this offense. There's a little bit of a hurry up here. They'll get lined up under center, high formation. Buckles with the snap, right back to Cannon. Cannon lowers his helmet again. Misses one tackle, gets into the second level, and then gets taken down, but picks up another. Dwight Price of Realty Executive's first down. And we are starting to enter the common sense pest control red zone. And hate the Alcoa is making the chain game really do some work. They're having to hustle, get down the field, and get set up. Well, they'll finally get a chance to uh, use their inhalers and take a breather <laughs> as there's a timeout on the field. And your score with 8:17 left to go in the second quarter. Alcoa seven, Tyner Academy zero. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m., we'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things Big Orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. Welcome back as we jump right back into it. And Alcoa just a moment ago throws a wider uh, running back screen out to Eddie Salter. And Salter does the rest. Picks up a first down and now the football is at the 12 yard line as uh, Alcoa shotgun formation two receivers to the left one to the right kind of almost looks like a wide receiver screen out here Scott as Jamal Williams lined up right behind Eli Owens but instead they hand the football up the middle to Salter and uh, Salter will gain a couple but a good kind of fake there as you had to the outside on the left you had Eli Owens the tight end split out at wide receiver and Jamal Williams right behind him my first thought defensively would have been wide receiver screen. Right, right. That's what it looks like. But instead, Alcoa pounds in with Eddie Salter on that, about a two-yard gain. 
still second down and about eight. Yeah, second and eight now, 7.15 and counting off the clock here in the second quarter as we're in the common sense pest control red zone. Buckle sends Eddie Salter in motion, fakes that. He'll hand it off to the running back. That is Cannon. Cannon gains a couple and then gets taken down. Tough goal line defense right now by Tyner Academy. Moves the ball to the nine. It'll be third and around seven. Yeah, it looks like Cannon had a good holder run through right there and it closed up real quick. Trips to the left. Single receiver to the right. That receiver to the right is Eli Owens on a one-on-one -on -one matchup. He's got some size advantage. Let's see if Buckles goes to him. Nope. He's going to go over to the left to Major Newman. Major Newman into the end zone as entering the maroon rectangle in style. Nice play that time by Major Newman as he had a one-on-one -on -one there with the defensive back. Just a little juke and jive and then lowers his helmet and dives towards the end zone. Touchdown is good. And now the extra point attempt for Bacon Louderback. Louder back gets set. We've got 6.22 left to go here in the second. And let's see if Alcoa can make it 14 to 0. Young freshman kicker awaits the snap. Snap looks good. Kick is up. Kick is doing. Your score, 6.22 in the second quarter. It is Alcoa 14, Tyner 0. We'll be back in just a minute. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years. Everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Like number three for Tyner, that is. I'm sorry, I don't see a three on there. Anyway, he catches the ball. Looks like he gets him about two or three yards on the play right there as Alcoa swarms him there around the 30 yard line. It'll be Tyner's ball, first down and 10 at their own 30 yard line. All right, so that is where the Academy, where the Rams will take over. See if they can get things going here. And um, one little note to mention: uh, found out Scott that we have a different young man that looks like playing center tonight for Alcoa. His name is Bryce Hayes. So shout out to Bryce Hayes playing center tonight. Uh, Marty Millsaps with the with the info coming our way, and so we made sure we got that info over to the NFHS network as well. Uh, make sure we give that young man some love for the hard work he's putting out on the field tonight. And look at that, Marty even working while he's not here. I know. 
no time down. Marty's always doing something, working, working hard, and uh, we certainly appreciate everything he does for us and to help keep this broadcast afloat and keep us going every single season. We certainly wish him a, a lot of fun in Tuscaloosa this weekend, but as we said, the pregame show, not too much fun as uh, the rest of us do bleed a little bit of orange, or at least most of us do. As they'll turn, they'll hand the football off up the middle, and uh, no, nothing doing that time for the young running back, and it'll bring up second and ten for the most part, Scott, it's been tough sledding for this Tyner Academy team as Alcoa has sniffed out their plays quickly and prevented much of anything. Right, Heath, they have. And like I said earlier, the front line for Alcoa, the defensive line there, has played great so far, really holding Tyner um, rushing-wise to very, very few yards so far tonight. Yeah, now second and 10. They'll drop back, and Jackson will look. He'll throw it deep. Nope, he's just going to throw it away as uh, he throws it about 10 feet over the wide receiver's heads over to the sideline. I thought he was going deep at first, uh, but nope, throwing it over towards the fans, giving them a souvenir and bringing up third and 10. So third and 10 now as both these teams get ready to go again. And uh, Scott will try to keep our eye on another big game tonight, not football related, and that's the Red Sox and Astros in game six. Astros have a 3-2 lead, and the Red Sox trying to see if they can force a game seven. Nice hit. If they don't, the Astros will find themselves on their way to the World Series. So that will be an interesting matchup, and we'll try to keep our eyes on that one as uh, they complete the pass there does Tyner, but only about four yards on the play. And it's now going to bring up fourth down and decision time for the Rams. Do they go for it here? They're looking over on the sidelines like they're thinking about it. And it looks like they're going to, Heath. So fourth and six. I think they're just trying to see if they can get Alcoa to jump. And if they don't, maybe a pooch kick by the quarterback. Well, they're going to have to do something. They have no timeouts. They're going to take a delay a game. Right. Instead of a timeout, they'll take a delay a game since they weren't able to get Alcoa to jump. And now they'll probably bring on the punt team. <laughs> Scott, we talked a minute ago about the Astros. And the Red Sox, this Astros team, one went away from the World Series. And after all the scrutiny they were under last season, after being caught, you know, cheating with kind of stealing signs and stealing stuff, I still think it's pretty impressive for a team like that only a couple years later to find themselves back in the World Series. Um, I think it's I think it's something you have to think about because they obviously I, I you hate to say it if you. Because I know at the rules of baseball, you don't like the fact that they were cheating, and cheating is not acceptable and not okay. But that were, they were still a very talented ball club, and they're proving it again by not doing that and going to the World Series potentially again. Potentially, right? Hey, Boston even still making it this far, though. Way. Exactly. And I'm not saying they're going to the World Series. I would rather see a Red Sox Braves World Series. But I'm just saying you still have to give them a lot of credit for right. the talent and what they're proving. Well, and and something else too that I think you know, hopefully, unfortunately. You know, Trevor's a big Red Sox fan, so it's it's more he's hoping for two wins from the Red Sox. But um, That's why we keep both the Red the Sox end. and Dodgers going in, 
down three to two going into hostile environments. Yeah. The Braves and Astros both with the chance to clinch a spot in the World Series in front of their home fans. Um, but I, I agree. I definitely would like to see a good Boston Red Sox Atlanta Brave World Series, especially with the um, history of the Braves coming from Boston as well. Yeah, we'll certainly see if we get that. We'll know. We'll certainly know that by next Friday who's going to meet up. But uh, right now, Alcoa on first down turns. Buckles drops back. He fakes a running back screen and coming right behind him on kind of a trick play is Major Newman, who gets the handoff from him, comes around the end, picks up a ton of yardage there, gets all the way to the 45-yard line before being taken down. So a really nice play call by Coach Sweetland with 33-24 left to go here in the second quarter. Buckles drops back. He's going to go long down the field to Newman. And the defensive back, number six for Right, and he Tyner got flagged for that because it, it looked away. like he was bringing Newman down just a little bit before the ball got there as well. That's a tough play. Um, the, this defense is, and defensive backs you talked about, they played really well tonight. Looked like a, uh, a clean play by that young man, but uh, maybe just a little too close for comfort there, and the referee felt that it was a pass interference call. That'll be an automatic first down and move Alcoa down the field with the chance, Scott, to extend their lead to a three-score game before the half. So certainly would like to do that if you're Coach Rankin, as I'm sure this game has started off a little slower than you would have liked to have seen it, as it is now first and 10, ball on the 45. 317 left to go in the second quarter. Buckles will send Harris in motion. He'll turn. He'll throw it out to Buckles, or out to Harris. Harris. Gets to the outside, picks up a first down, and then gets taken down to the turf as he's assisted out of bounds. And we have a penalty on the field. Looks like multiple, as they may have saw the same thing. That's probably going to be a hold on the outside for Alcoa and move the Tornadoes backwards. Yeah, and I believe that might have been Owens on that one right there, Heath, because when that defender got up, he was kind of pointing in that direction at him. So we'll see where they move this one back to. This will be about a 10-yard, so they'll move it back to midfield. All right, so ball will now be placed on the 50. Will remain first down for Alcoa, so first and 20 now for the Tornadoes. And a handoff on first down to Eddie Salter. Salter picks up seven on the carry. It'll bring up second and 13. We've got a timeout on the field. Let's take one with them. Your score with 252 left to go in the second quarter. Alcoa 14, Tyner Academy zero. We'll be back in just one minute. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. 
we are back as both teams get back onto the football field. Alcoa, after uh, first and 20 because of a holding penalty, was able to pick up six yards on the carry to start by Eddie Salter. And uh, now back to action here, second and 14. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Buckles drops back, throws it down the field, and Good completes catch. it to Jamal Williams. And a quick one right there. He says Alcoa gets first down at the Tyner 25 on that play. A great catch by Williams on that pass from Buckles. And Alcoa getting deeper into Tyner territory with under three minutes left in the first half. So first and 10, as we are now in the common sense pest control red zone, and Buckles drops back. Buckles looks down, and he's going to go deep. He has Jamal Williams again. Did he uh, catch it? Is he in? Yes, he was in. Wow, he did, and he took a wallop for it, Scott, as he caught it, and his speed led him straight to the fence, and he just, like, drilled the fence and hit the ground. Um, I thought he was going to be down for a lot longer than he was, but – he got up, and luckily he's okay. But, man, he took a shot, not even by the opposing team. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like a center fielder going for a catch and hitting the wall after making a big catch. That's what happened right there to Williams as he hit the fence. Um, he was okay. The ball came out once he hit the fence, but I guess because he had possession as he was coming through the end zone, it stays a touchdown. And we now have some discussion as uh, I think Coach – coaches uh, for Tyner is wanting to know the same thing as, hey, he didn't maintain possession the whole way finishing the play. Why are you giving it to him? And I think that was the question he has. Is he catches it, comes through the end zone, hits the wall, drops it. But he so, had already gotten about at least four or five steps before. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you, yeah. uh, but I, I, that's I imagine that's what the coaches want to know. Catching it as you're going to the ground and hitting the ground versus taking three or four steps yeah. and running – a ways before you hit a fence for sure so now extra point kick is up kick is good your score 216 left to go in the second alcoa 21 tyner zero let's take a 30 second break and we'll be right back if you have property to sell or you're looking to buy call dwight or sarah price at the dwight price group realty executive associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. back for those of you just joining us it's 21 to 0 alcoa with 216 left to go in the second quarter and now the tornado is getting ready to kick things off tyner academy and academy rams trying to see if they can get down the field in a quick two-minute drill and try to put some points on the board before halftime and find themselves back in this ball game louder back will be the one for the kicking duties for the tornadoes 
Lauterbach gets it off. A little bit of a squib kick to the 25 for Tyner. And number, number 17, 17 Javel Woodruff. Not as good of a run as he had on the last kickoff return as Alcoa seals that one off quick and will bring him down at the 34. And he, depending on what actually happens here in the next couple of plays, I wonder if Alcoa will start using their timeouts. Yeah, still have their timeouts available. Um, let's see, they have two timeouts still left. So a chance to try to get this football back and see if they can add some more points to this because Scott, two touchdowns away from Marty Millsap's favorite two words, mercy rule. They'll turn, they'll hand the football off, escaping one tackler, escaping another, and finally on the third by Aaron Davis, he's assisted out of bounds. Goes the running back for... Which actually plays in Alcoa's Tyner. hands right there because, again, as you mentioned, he went out of bounds, stopping the clock as well. You are correct, 2.01. Left to go now. Second, and it looks like they're going to say five. He'll turn to hand it off again to number three. And he will lose a few yards on the play. Good job sniffing that one out. And, yes, Alcoa looks to take, I think, a timeout. And they certainly will. They'll take a timeout here. Stop the clock with a minute 57 left to go. They're looking to try to give their team the football back one last time. See if we can find any uh, scores of interest here for you. One second. Some Bliss Air scoreboard updates. In the first quarter, Cell Creek 7, Cosby 0. Granger 13, Claiborne 0. Jefferson County in the second quarter, Scott, 42-0 to zero over Morristown West. Wow. At halftime, Greenville 35, Morristown East 7. South Green is leading Seymour 12-0 in the second quarter. Bearden and Anderson County still in a close one, 7-6 at the half. Ray County 35, Bradley Central 21. South Oil and Carter nodded up at 14 in the second. Barrett and Fulton nodded up at 14 in halftime as well. They'll turn and Jackson will throw it out quickly, and Scott, he will complete it. And with that, Alcoa only has one timeout left. And with that first down, Tyner has a chance now to try to run some more time off this clock and not give it back to Alcoa. Right. And um, just a nice nice throw there for Tyner as they were able to get it just over the uh, leaping defender's hands. So a minute 15 counting off the clock here in the and it's first down, and they'll turn, try to do a little running back screen. Alcoa sniffs that one out, and the quarterback just has to throw it near him into the turf for an incompletion, so it'll be second and ten. A couple more scores of interest while we wait. Gallenberg pittman 21, Scott 7. Gibbs leads Clinton 19-10 in the second quarter. Midway is leading Greenback 14-6 in the second quarter. At halftime, William Blunt 7, Hardin Valley 6. Oakdale leading Harriman 14-0. Lenore City Seven, Heritage, zero in the second quarter. Knox Central, 19, Halls, seven wow. in the second quarter. 
Maryville has extended their lead Bumble. over West. It is 28-0 at the half as right there on that play. Quarterback number nine, Josh Jackson, fumbles the football in the shotgun snap. Loses five on the play. It'll now bring up third down. So, Scott, you still got one timeout left here if you're Alcoa. Did, do you think about using it here? Or do you wait to see what if they try to run the football and keep that clock moving and then use it on fourth down? Right. It looks like Coach Rankin's waiting and holding that one in his pocket here. So third and 16, a minute 10, counting off the clock left to go in the second quarter. Tyner Academy is going to take their time. Trips to the right, single receiver to the left, shotgun formation, but a long way to go from that first down marker as he'll turn and Jackson will look over and get the play from his coach. And uh, that's going to be a delay of game unless they call the timeout. Right, they don't yeah. have any timeouts. Good point, so Trevor. They run off quite a bit off the clock. However, they also stop the clock with a penalty. So back him up five more yards right there. What I believe that makes that about 21 yards to go now. Yeah, third and 21 now for Tyner. Scott, you may just be content trying to throw a deep ball here, and if it gets intercepted, it's almost like a punt. Jackson throws it down the field. And oh, that was so wow. close. Almost complete as it goes over the outstretched hands of Major Newman and almost falls into the hands of DeMichael and Hamilton. And he's limping, Heath. Newman's a little bit of a limp here. Yeah, just may have turned his ankle wrong that time, diving for that one. He'll come back to try to help for one more play. As they will punt the football off, and it looks like Brennan Dugan will now be back to receive. They had Harris back there for the last few, but... Looks like Dugan's going to get an opportunity here. Almost blocked. Yes. Yeah. A little short kick because of it, and Dugan just gets out of the way and lets it take uh, Rams roll, but it won't take much of one. It'll stop after a yard or two. And it'll be down at the 40, and they're trying to just wait to touch it to let the clock run, but the ref finally just blows the whistle. Right, and, and kind of wondered why the ref didn't blow the whistle. It was obvious the ball was dead. It was not going anywhere. And at that point, it looks like they need to go ahead and blow the whistle. But he, he looks like he let another 5 to 10 seconds run off the clock on that one. Yeah. First and 10, 60 yards to go in 33 seconds. Can the Tornadoes do it? Buckles drops out, back, throws, completes for a first down. A little bit more, and in stepping out of bounds goes Dugan. Good first play from scrimmage here on this drive. Picks up around about 19. Yeah, I was going to say close to 20, so 19 yards on that one. 26 seconds left to go, and now Alcoa is only 41 yards away. For Alcoa, still plenty of time to score. Yeah, just keep running plays like that and get out of bounds quick. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Two running backs in the backfield with Buckles. Buckles drops back. Scott's an extra protection. He'll turn, he'll fire, and he'll complete to Dugan. Dugan out of bounds. Twice now. Pass has gone to the right, then to the left to Dugan, Scott. And Dugan has found the sticks, found a little bit more, and then stopped the clock. 
Right. 19 yards, 13 yards. Those add up. Yeah, Dugan, only a sophomore, a transfer from Greenback High School. I believe he was a quarterback as a freshman last year for Greenback. Decides to uh, come over to Greener Pastures, kind of like Bubba Jeffries did as well, who's also a former Greenback player. And uh, Dugan has found a lot of success on this Alcoa football team. And has certainly made a name for himself as a young sophomore slot receiver when needed. And I'll have him split out to the right, this time wide open, as Buckles will drop. Nope, he's going to find a man across the middle. Oh, and Scott, just a little too far for Colby Bledsoe. And honestly, if Colby would have kept running, I think he would have fallen right under it. But what he did instead is turn towards it and then try to dive backwards for that right, catch right. and missed it. Yeah, it looks like he just misjudged how deep the ball was right there. Um, but I agree, if he had gone just a couple more steps in the run, that ball probably would have fallen right into his hands. Second and 10, ball on the 28-yard line for the Tornadoes, and we've got 13 seconds left to go here in the second quarter. So probably time for about two more plays, and that's about it. So if you get a touchdown here, try, try to go for two, maybe two last shots, or if you get closer, maybe see if you go for a field goal. They're going to try two shots. They go deep to Major. Major! Yes. Did he get it? Yes, he did. Touchdown by the Major Newman, a 28-yard bomb from Caden Buckles, and a touchdown for the Tornadoes. That was a good play. Um, kind of showed it a little bit on the corner right here. It looks like he might have cramped up as well, though. He's getting a little bit of assistance from the um, other players as he's trying to work that out a little bit, running down the sideline. But great play by Major right there. Good pass by buckles as well as Alcoa has 6.9 seconds left in the first half as they get ready to add point number 28. Louder back back for the kick. Kick is up. Kick is good. 6.9 seconds left to go in the second. It's 28 to 0 and Scott it's a really nice play there. Buckles put it up for Newman in a one-on-one -on -one matchup, and Newman just out-jumped the defensive back, able to rip it away and score a touchdown. Right, Heath, and good two-minute drill offense right there. Actually, if you really want to call it, it's even under a minute drill right there as Alcoa takes the ball down to Pater with 6.9 seconds again in the first half as Alcoa gets ready to kick off to Tyner. So we'll just keep it right here as we're almost at halftime as uh, Alcoa will look to kick it off. And if you're Tyner here, probably use some of this clock on this return. And then after that, I would just take a knee and take it to half. Right. Louder back, back to kick. Short squib kick, and he'll get it to 17 again. 17 is going to cross field, and he probably, if he stays upright, will probably waste all the rest of this clock, and he's going to do so, and then finally gets taken down after going east and west for a while. And that will do it, Scott. Your score at the end of two. Alcoa 28, Tyner Academy 0, so we're now at the halftime. Uh, we're going to take a 
three-minute break. And when we come back, Scott Dunkel and myself will talk a little bit here on the Everding Orthodontics Halftime Show. Uh, then we will probably take another break, and then we'll bring Trevor on to talk about some playoffs and how things are going from scores from around the area. We gave you a little bit of that earlier. We're going to talk a little bit more about that let you two discuss how that maybe has some even deeper playoff implications as we move forward. But you're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Alcoa 28, Tyner Academy 0 at the half. We'll be right back. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 And let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325. Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So, Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre-owned vehicles get service from a certified trained technician, which includes a 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. Twin City Certified.com. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan, I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. 
we'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. Welcome back. As we are here on the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week, and we have just entered the Everton Orthodontics Halftime Show. I'm Heath Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel, and your score at the half, Alcoa 28, Tyner Academy 0. As of right now, they are honoring some Hall of Famers as they've just introduced a few people into the Alcoa Football Hall of Fame. They've got, I believe, five um, inductees this season uh, trying to see who those are wasn't able to hear the first name once we if we get that a little bit later we'll bring it to you so far they've uh, uh, have inducted Bill Cochran and Steve Cobble two former Alcoa greats um, we'll see if we can figure out who the rest of them are and get those to you as soon as possible but Scott 28 to 0 Alcoa leads a little slow start for the tornadoes have started to pick up the pace a little bit and a pretty solid lead at the half as they've shut out this Tyner Academy Rams team that averages around 30 points a game Right. Um, of course, a lot of teams that have a lot of points that they average when they come here usually don't quite make that average anymore. But um, Alcoa started started off good, had a little spell there right as they were getting close to the red zone, the first possession. After that, have been really methodical in getting the ball down the field. Um, just kind of good drives, a lot of good runs for Alcoa, some good passing. And then um, there was less than pretty much 50 seconds left in the first half, taking the ball down quickly down the field, getting a couple of passes um, with some good yardage there and getting out of bounds and then getting a good pass in there to the end zone with less than 13 seconds left to score. I believe that was Major Newman also on that catch as well. Yeah, it was uh, It was good to see Alcoa start to really put some points up on the board that, that first uh, offensive drive was certainly not how you wanted to see that one finish. Um, they started just kind of making some mistakes, shooting themselves in the foot, and ultimately giving the football back to Tyner. But the defense does what it does. It stood strong, gave the football back, and allowed Alcoa to find that rhythm. And uh, they've done so really well so far tonight. Caden Buckles has had a really solid game. Major Newman, two touchdowns so far tonight. Um, it's going to be a tough decision to try to figure out who our player of the game is. Got two more quarters to figure that out. Right. But Caden um, Buckles and Major both having two really nice games. I think you can make an argument for both. Um, but both have received the award before. So, you know, it could be our first. Well, I think you probably should have brought at least three or four of those plaques because <laughs> right now my vote goes to the defensive line. Yeah, defensive line is playing very well also. So, um, a lot of worthy candidates. Uh, we'll continue to keep our eye on that. Two more quarters left to go to figure out who's going to get that award. Um, but Scott, a, a night where it got delayed a little bit in the start. Um, these teams might, Alcoa might not be used to playing this late. They're usually finishing up a ball game by this time. But a lot of festivities here tonight, too, which will also kind of extend things. Is right now the Hall of Fame induction, um, I believe. Um, it's homecoming night. At least that's what the Daily Times said is it was going to be homecoming night this week as well. We'll see if that's still the case or if they push that to next week. Um, but I do know right now they are honoring the Hall of Fame inductees. That is why the band played pregame instead of doing a halftime show. But uh, you're Alcoa here in the second half. What, if you're Coach Rankin, what do you want to see from your team? Basically what I've seen. Yeah. Defense playing really well, really strong, holding a team that's averaging 30 
points or points plus um, per game, being able to hold them in check and being able to work out a little rush. You, you know, you got to take into consideration Alcoa has not played in over three weeks to get back out here and put up 28 points on a really good Tyner team. Yeah, they've done really well. And uh, if you're Tyner, you, you hate what you've seen in the first half after having a really strong season so far. But, Scott, you've lost your last two. You're looking like you're about to lose three in a row. So you've got to figure out some positives and some things you can hopefully kind of fix in the second half to prepare you for next week and hopefully wrap up the final game of the regular season with a win as you're kind of working your way towards playoffs in 2A. Right. And, um, you know, like you said, losing two in a row already, playing two really good teams, I believe, in Marion County and then last week in, with Meigs County, just losing that game by a point. But, again, as a lot of teams find out, whether you're 1A, 2A, 4, 5, or 6A, you come to Alcoa, you're going to play a solid team certainly are and they certainly have as it is 28 to 0 at the half let's take a three-minute break and when we come back Trevor Dunkel will get on the headset with Scott they'll talk about some scores of interest from around the area and continue to talk about what that playoff picture looks like as we are only a few weeks away from playoff time in East Tennessee we'll be back in just a few minutes we are Windy City Grill and we brought Chi Town Taste to the 865 Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. 
CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things Big Orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. This is WKVL, AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee, a service of Blunt Broadcasting Corporation. And welcome back to the Everdeen Orthodontics Halftime Show as you're listening now to Scott Dunkel along with Trevor Dunkel as we're bringing you the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week as Trevor will be bringing you the Bliss Air scoreboard here in just a second. Again, updating you, Alcoa leading Kiner Academy 28-0. Trevor, we know what's going on here now. What is going on elsewhere? Thank you, Scott. Um, so we were talking about earlier how uh, our region, they're not really playing each other tonight. They're just playing uh, other teams. And actually, our region's doing really well tonight. Um, we uh, Gatlinburg-Pittman hosting Scott tonight. Scott didn't really get a uh, warm welcome back from Pigeon Forge a couple of year, or a couple of weeks ago as Scott no longer with our region this year. Um, but Scott traveled to Gatlinburg-Pittman tonight. They are uh, losing that, or Gatlinburg-Pittman is leading that 35-10 to 10 in the second. And then moving on to Pigeon Forge, who is hosting Happy Valley tonight. Pigeon Forge just scored another touchdown. They're leading 28-0 to zero in the fourth, which is weird to talk about teams ahead of us in time. Uh, normally everybody's behind us in Alcoa right. games, how quickly they go. Um, but then moving on, Cumberland Gap traveled to Union County tonight. Union County actually leading that 22-14, to just not being Union County's year and not a great welcome to the region either. Um, talking about Union County, they will be uh, taking on Northview Academy next week for the battle of the worst in the region. <laughs> um, and we'll, we'll give you an update on that next week. And then moving over to Class 3A Region 1, um, why that's important is that is the region that we will play when we get into the playoffs. Um, we'll have um, last night, Chucky Doak defeated North Green 39-0. Um, we'll see what happens next week as Chucky Doak will take on West Green and Johnson County takes on Unicoi County. And also going back to our region, you also have Gatlinburg-Pittman and Pigeon Forge battling for right, second Right, that'll be a third good game next week. Next week, yeah. Alcoa's pretty much got... Number one locked in, and even if Austin East wins next week against Alcoa, which we know won't happen, but if they were, they'd still be in fourth place. Um, then moving over to uh, local games here in Blount County, uh, Maryville hosting West tonight. They must be glad that they didn't have to travel to West and deal with the West refs, um, as Maryville just scored another touchdown on them to start the third quarter. Maryville leading 
35-0. Um, West next week um, is looking to play Central, as Central could play a big part of... Um, well, that could be a really good game, depending on how well Central does tonight against Halls. Central leading Halls right now 19-7 to at the half. But if Central wins, then it'll come down to Central West next week on who gets first and second. Um, and then moving on, um, I just saw Heritage actually just scored a touchdown, waiting to see if they get the extra point or not. But as of right now, Lenore City is leading Heritage 7-6 to in the third quarter. They just started the third quarter. Um, so... Fingers crossed the Heritage gets that extra point and maybe gets a, another touchdown or two to, to lead that. Heritage uh, definitely needs a win this year. Both teams, Lenore City and Heritage, already knocked out of the playoffs. This is more of a motivational game for them. Um, and then William Blunt, talking about more, more teams that need motivational wins. William Blunt traveled to Hardin Valley. Um, William Blunt um, leading that 7-6 to six right now at the half as well. Um, both teams also not looking too well when it comes to the playoffs. Um, continuing with local teams, Midway travel to Greenback tonight. Uh, this is one of the only region games that uh, is rather important to our area. Uh, Midway leading that 14-6 to right now. Uh, Greenback needing uh, to hopefully win that game to stay maybe second or third um, in 1A Region 2. Um, also, Loudon traveled to McMinn County tonight. Loudon's still undefeated. They're 9-0. This is actually a close game right now, which is very surprising. Loudon leads 7-6 in the second. Um, and then Seymour traveled to South Green tonight. Seymour having a really good season as they're 6-2, but not a good night as they're losing to South Green 20-7 in the second. And then moving on to... Uh, 6A Region 2, the uh, region that Maryville is in. Uh, Bearden hosting Anderson County tonight. That is not a region game, so it doesn't really matter too much. Um, Anderson County leading that 12-7 to in the third. Um, and Fulton hosting Farragut. Both are tied 14 all at and the And they've half. updated that one, Trevor. Oh, they have. Okay, so that, yeah, that just updated. Looks like Fulton just scored a touchdown to start the third quarter. Um, so we'll Kind of keep an eye on that and see if they get that extra points to to go up by seven. Um, and then Halls travel to Central tonight. Like I said, this well, I already mentioned that score. It's 19 to seven. So um, I know West is hoping that Central loses tonight, so they don't have to really worry too much about Central. No, that's going to be a good game between those two next week. Oh yeah, it definitely will be. Um, and then last night, uh, I know we were talking about it earlier. Powell was leading Catholic, and then Catholic, you had said, threw up. H touchdown as time expired and Catholic got the touchdown and they defeated Powell 30 to 29. Um, then you might want to close your ears on this one, Scott, as Clinton is leading Gibbs 19 to 13 at the half. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> Dobbins Bennett traveled to Oak Ridge tonight. Uh, Dobbins Bennett leading that seven to three at the half. Um, and then right now at half, South Doyle leads Carter 21 to 20. Um, and then, so we've got a lot of a uh, lot of good matchups tonight. Not too many matter when it comes to region play, but next week will be uh, the important games that will determine where everyone's going to be come playoff time. Right. This looks like pretty much where teams are just getting a, an extra game in here before the important week where you start playing your rival games again. Gatlinburg-Pittman and Pigeon Forge. Alcoa plays Austin East. 
West plays Central next week. So um, just a lot of teams getting getting in there and getting ready as the playoff picture is starting to form. Oh, yeah, and one, one I did also mention, or did forget to mention, was Maryville will be taking on Bradley Central next week, um, and whoever wins that will take first place. Right, and, um, and that looks like that's going to be a good game. Oh, However, yeah. we, you know, as you mentioned earlier, Ray County playing Bradley Central um, as well, and I, but I take that back. Bradley Central is not Bradley County, I believe. Is that who Maryville plays next week? Yes, Bradley Black, County. Bradley Central, I apologize. It should be... It's Bradley Central. Okay, okay, you're right. All right, good. Well, Bradley Central and Ray County, a team that Bear, or Alcoa had played at the beginning of the season, is leading Bradley Central 35-0. to zero. Again, Ray County leading on that one. Right now, as the teams are getting out and getting warmed up to get ready for the second half, as Alcoa is playing with their light system here, looking really cool on the field. So, uh, Trevor, you have one more? One more thing to say, not high school related, but I uh, hate to say it, Boston is uh, down a run as Houston leads 1-0 right now. Boston did have a, uh, a runner on third at the uh, top of the first, but we'll see how that game plays out, as we've mentioned a lot of those games end in the eighth and ninth innings. But. Right, so good luck to Boston on that if you're a Boston fan. To the Astros if you're an Astro fan. But again, the teams are coming back out to the field to warm up at the moment it looks like we got a couple of minutes left before they start and resume this or start the second half so what we're going to do is take a, about a two minute break here we'll be right back in about a couple of minutes as you're listening to the Everdeen Orthodontics halftime show you are just heard Trevor Dunkel with the Bliss Air scoreboard we'll be right back in just a couple of minutes Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. El Himidor Mexican Grill. Authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. 
Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Alcoa Tornadoes have what you're waiting for as they have dominated so far tonight. 28-0, to they lead at the half, and now we're getting ready to start the second quarter, or the third quarter, excuse me, and Scott, a slow start. Alcoa started to get things going. We'll see if they can continue here, see if they have any changes at quarterback as uh, Zach Lunsford was warming up at the half. We'll see if he starts to get an opportunity to come in. He's been out a few weeks, um, not only due to the bye week and the cancellation of COVID, but he was battling an ankle injury after his last play with the JV team. So we'll see if he gets any run tonight. Hopefully he'll get some action as the junior quarterback, very talented and more than likely the heir apparent to Caden Buckles next year. Right, exactly. As uh, they get the kickoff to Tyner and Tyner will bring it out to the 32 yard line. And that is where they will take over on offense down four scores. We'll see if they've been able to figure anything out here at halftime and help see if they can put some points on the board. Throughout the second half, we'll be doing some secret safe place for newborn social media shout outs. And we'll start in a few minutes with uh, some of our Instagram followers who liked our uh, initial post this morning that we said any likes or comments, we'll get a shout out on tonight's radio broadcast as Tyner Academy hands the football off. Running back sees no daylight and tries to bounce it to the outside. Defense snuffs that one out quickly and brings him down. So it's going to be third or second and around eight. Yeah, hey, it looked like Elijah Cannon got in on that one, was able to bring him down from his linebacker position. Drops back, turns and fires it to the outside, and they'll complete it to the wide receiver and then bounced out of bounds that time as Eddie Salter lowers his shoulder and delivers a nice hit to send number four, the Zayshun Hubbard, to the sidelines. And it'll now bring up third and one for Tyner. Yeah, Heath, I was trying to think um, here as they're getting closer whether or not we've really said too many first and tens for Tyner so far tonight. Not many. There hadn't been a lot of first downs at all. And right now, no points scored from Tyner Academy, a team that normally scores 30 points a game, has been shut out so far by the Tornadoes. As this time, they'll hand the football off up the middle, and he will pick up the first down. And enthroned to the turf by Braden Cornett. Um, but a good run and a nice hole by this Rams offensive line. Yeah, number 17, when he gets open, he has got some wheels. He's a good runner. Um, 
good and powerful back. You just got to be able to get him down. Yeah, Javel Woodruff on the carry. Picks up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. First and 10, ball at the 48 for Tyner. Jackson drops back, fires, and just throws it incomplete as a low throw that time to the wide receiver falls to the turf. Second and 10. Couple secret safe plays for newborn social media shout outs as we start our Instagram followers from this morning Cliff Lunsford, Jamie Lunsford, Cody Birchfield, Dan the Man Branton, Chase Green, Jason Graff from 865 Highlights, Graham Coulter, Caden Bogan, Braden Cornette, Bryce Hayes, Kendrell Ray, Drew Greer. That is actually uh, Kendall Owens, um, Eli Owens' mom, uh, Eli Graff, Joe McCord, Braden Barnes. To name a few, as uh, Tyner Academy hands the football off, and uh, Woodruff, the speedster for the Rams, able to get a decent amount of yards back as he's trying to get that first down, but he's going to be about four yards short. So third and four. We'll go back to some more social media shout-outs. Uh, Kylie Madeline, Adriana King, Donna Ballman, Jamie Delaney, Shannon Mitchell, Rye Savage, Zai Jones, Tyler Sperling, Kelly Jablonski. Third and four. They'll turn, fake the handoff, quarterback keeper by Jackson, and Jackson gets thrown forward. Let's see where they spot it at, Scott. Yeah, it's going to be like awfully close. Be, yeah, exactly, Heath. That's what I was thinking. Would have been a yard yeah, and they're short. they're going to give it to him. But when making the tackle, the linebacker fell to the turf and threw him over him and threw him forward, so he wasn't down until he hit the other side of the linebacker and that was where he got the first down. A couple more shout-outs here. Austin Sykes, Sadie Rupert, Tess Loverton, Michaela, Jackson Warren, Nathan Holbrook, Emery, Badu, Lisa Trell, Seth Vaughn. He'll hand the football off to number three this time, and number three lowers his helmet and picks up about four or five on the carry. And we'll wrap up our Instagram likes from this morning as uh, Nico Coffin, Michael Welch, Sponge Dusty, Tyler Taylor, Mac Brimmer, Eric Simping, and Caden Buckles. Quarterback for Alcoa liking our posts from this morning. We appreciate that, Caden. And a bunch of the other Alcoa players we mentioned who liked our posts from this morning. Full turn. They'll hand it off to three again. Three lowers his helmet. Drives and it's going to get really close. Things going to be just an inch or two short. Yeah, right now, hey, Tyner is four first downs for the game. Getting close to making that number five. And now they're going to bring out a couple other different guys here. See if they can pick up this first down. Is there a third in one? 7.56 and counting off the clock here in the third quarter. And uh, Scott, one last secret safe place for newborn social media. Shout out to Adrian Harrell. Adrian unable to come to the game tonight, but tuning in, listening to the guys. She's not Appreciate able to, to, to join us and assist us with our social media. She does such a wonderful job each and every week when we rely upon her for that. We miss her, and uh, we hope she um, is enjoying the call so far. I hope we aren't boring you too much with this slow ground and pound type of style game so far, but... Um, Alcoa does lead 28-0 with 7.30 and counting off the clock here in the third quarter. And another run by Tyner Academy picks up another Dwight Price of Realty's executives first down. And if you're the coach of Tyner, you have to like at least what you're seeing from your team on this first drive of the third. Right. They're really just pounding it through. Of course, one thing um, 
I guess you can add, as long as they continue to do this, it's still like being in the mercy rule. Yeah, for sure, because the clock just keeps on running. As Jackson throws across the middle, and Scott, um, not sure who he was throwing to there. As uh, there was, I think it was the hash mark there, Heath. Well, either the hash mark or <laughs> Mente Teo's uh, invisible girlfriend uh, was across the middle of the field, and it uh, falls for incompletion, and uh, now a second and ten. But, yeah, no one in the no area, you wondered if there was just a miscommunication between him and a wide receiver or if he was feeling some pressure and just decided to just try to throw it deep and throw, get, throw it away and hope that there would be no um, intentional Yeah, you grounding. have to be careful with those because yeah. somebody can catch up to that. Yeah, well, yeah, especially with this defense and all the speed they've got. Is they'll turn, Fumble. and they almost fumble the football. Let's see. Did they hold on to it? They're going to say they did. Oh, so close. As uh, the, the handoff exchange between the quarterback and running back did not work out so well. And Riley Long almost getting into the backfield and coming away with that one. Yeah, very close play right there. It looked like he was going to be able to get to it. Number three, the running back four, Tyner, was able to pounce on it just before he was able to get to that. Third and 15 for Tyner. Jackson drops back, throws it across the middle of the field and behind the wide receiver, so the ball will fall incomplete. And after a pretty decent drive by Tyner, they're going to be forced to more than likely punt this one away. Right, a very promising start. Starting drive here in the second half for Tyner seems to have stalled as down. They are at fourth and it looks like 15 yards up around the Alcoa 36-yard line. Yeah, so they'll go back to punt. It looks like Isaiah Bryant is going to be back to return this one. Low snap, but he's able to get it off. Bryant back there will get it and return it. Breaks one, breaks another, finds a hole in the oh, outside. Can he go? Let's see if he can outrace Woodruff. Woodruff's got some speed. And Woodruff's able to bring him down from behind and throw him to the turf. And that was probably the only man in the building that could have stopped him. That could have caught him. Oh, yes. That was a good run by Bryant right there. It looked like he was going to be able to take it all the way. But good speed on, the, um, on that play right there by the Tyner defender. But, again, Alcoa bringing the ball all the way into Tyner's territory at the Tyner 29-yard line. Yeah, good run by Brian. And he tried to kind of slow step Woodruff for a minute and then take off. And Woodruff's just got some speed. We talked about it earlier. He's a young man they hand the football off to. And he's tough to bring down. He's had a couple good kickoff returns, too. Really impressive there and uses speed to stop a touchdown for his Tyner Academy team. As Alcoa turns and hands the football off to Eddie Salter up the middle. Salter, a gain of eight yards. It'll be second and two. And they're in the common sense pest control red zone now. Hand off to Salter again. Good Salter move. bounces to the outside. Salter's got some room to run. And Salter and touchdown. to the end zone. An El Humidor touchdown for the Alcoa running back. And Alcoa extends their lead. And even more importantly, Scott, 
pending the extra point, it will begin. Mercy roll. Mercy roll. I think that they're going to change the name of that too, Heath. It's going to be called from here on out the Marty Millsaps Mercy Roll. <laughs> Might as well call it the Marty Roll. Marty's middle name is Rule, so it would make sense. Oh, there you go. So now we're waiting for the extra point from Bacon. Louder back and sizzling off the leg and through the uprights. Bacon's extra point is good. And your score with 5.23 left to go in the third quarter. Alcoa 35, Tyner Academy 0. We'll be back in just a minute. Satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Welcome back, 523. Left to go in the third quarter and your score, Alcoa 35. Tyner Academy 0. Yes, you heard it right. 35-0. to zero. Alcoa has started Mercy Roll with that last touchdown. And uh, this game will probably move pretty quick after this unless Tyner is able to cut into that deficit and lower that score. As uh, on the return there, the Tyner Academy player falls, is able to somehow keep his knees from hitting the ground. That was Woodruff. And Woodruff tries to get back up and keep going. But Alcoa is quick to the football. And they'll bring him down. So that ball will be spotted at, uh, let's see where they finally put it at. It looked like it was going to be at the 24, but it looks like they're actually going to say he got a couple more yards after the original spot. So he's going to be down at the 20, 28. Yeah, I think the uh, chain and the side judge were kind of thinking like you as well, Heath, because they had set up at the 24 as well. First and 10, they'll drop back. Throw incomplete as it bounces off the turf before the receiver is able to pick it up and try to keep going. And the ref says, nope, that is an incompletion. Second and ten. He's done several like that bouncing off, and it looks like about the only person that's really going to make a good catch and play like that is going to be Freddie Freeman. Unfortunately, in football, you can't make a catch off the ground like that. So it looks like Tyner here, say it down in ten at the 28-yard line with 4-10 and counting remaining in the third quarter's Tyner comes up to the line, quarterback, hands off number 14, and he is stopped, stopped by Alcoa, stuffed right there at the line. If he's lucky, he might have gained a yard, but I'm not going to say much more than that. All right, third down. Looks like they are at the 29-yard line, about third down and nine and a half, four. Tyner as the clock continues to move. Trips to the right, single receiver to the left. They'll send a man in motion. They'll fake it. Jackson will drop back, and he had a lot of pressure, Scott. Yeah, intercepted. Man. 
And, and what happened? It looked like everyone just stopped. Alcoa kept running, yeah. but the refs and the rest of the team stopped like they thought maybe there was a, a call on the field that prevented that touchdown. And I think all the coaches over here, too, are throwing their hands up going, hey, what's what's going on? Yeah, exactly. Let's I'm see. not real sure. They caught a play, and the quarterback was hit by Cannon as he was releasing the ball. The ball was intercepted and ran back for a touchdown. However, not quite really sure what was going on here. Heath? Yeah, I, I, I still don't know what happened. The ref's giving some explanation to Rankin, but obviously he's not pleased with it. Throwing up his hands and yelling at the ref, and you can't blame him. I think all of us saw a touchdown here in the books. Right. As instead of a touchdown, they now completed across the middle of the field to a number 14 for Tyner Academy. That is DeMichael Hamilton, the junior wide receiver with the catch. And it's going to bring up fourth and one. I've heard of golfers, you know, using a mulligan before, but I didn't know they got one here. Yeah, I mean, you, you had a few back in the day on the Madden football game. But, yeah, I didn't know they added it to the high school football game in life. So, apparently they did. And uh, Tyner gets another play. And now a flag on the field as Alcoa had too many players. And before the ball's even snapped, the ref throws the flag. But unless they surprise me, I'm assuming it's going to be too many players on defense on the field. Well, Alcoa has the opportunity. Well, a legal substitution. I believe that may be what it was, but, you know, Alcoa does have the right to substitute. Coach Nix is not happy. Defense coordinator for Alcoa trying to figure out what is going on. First, his defense lost an interception touchdown. Right. Then his defense gets called for a legal substitution. This is not something you normally see from an Alcoa defense. And uh, I, 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 I hate to say it, but I think Alcoa got robbed one there. I'm going to have to say I agree with you there, but looks like they're starting the clock anyway. Starting the clock, and we continue with a minute 42 and counting off the clock here in the third quarter, but it will be an automatic first down because of the penalty to Tyner. They'll turn, they'll hand it off to Woodruff. Woodruff gets hammered in the backfield, losing two yards and thrown to the turf. Good job by that Alcoa defensive line. Too bad, Scott. I don't have like five or six of those boards. I can give player of the game to all the defensive line like you mentioned earlier. Yeah, they've been playing really well. They have. We're going to have to figure out who this this uh, player of the game is going to go to. We've got a few people in mind kind of bouncing around. A couple offensive players, a couple defensive guys. It's been really an all-around team effort. Kane Buckles, a winner earlier this year, has had a really good performance tonight as well. So is Major Newman. But I really like to continue to spread the love throughout this football team and see who else has made some plays that deserve nice play right recognizing there. as that time losing a few more as number 45, Joe McCord, the transfer from Bearden High School with a big-time hit. And uh, in the backfield goes Tyner. Waiting to see what Tyner's going to do here with they have about 20 seconds left on the play clock about 30 seconds left on the game clock in the third quarter. We'll turn a little running back screen. He misses one tackle, misses another, and Woodruff turns the Jets on for Tyner. He gets to the outside. He's going to the 10, to the 5, and Bryant saves the touchdown. Yeah, like I've said before, he's number 17 there has some really good wheels once he was able to make it a foot race. 
Alcoa was lucky to be able to get a good angle on him and bring him down. Well, and just a really nice play call right. by their coach. Sniffing out some uh, pressure from Alcoa and is able to call the screenplay. Scott, time expires here in the third. Your score, Alcoa 35, Tyner 0. If Tyner is able to score early in the fourth, that stops that mercy rule. So really important for this Alcoa defense to stay strong, see if they can right. get it back and keep running this out and come away with the victory. But again, in the third quarter, Alcoa 35, Tyner 0. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. We'll take a two-minute break, and we'll be right back. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blount County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. Welcome back into action as we are now in the fourth quarter and Tyner on first and goal gets stopped for no gain. And so it's now going to be second and eight in the... Common Sense Pest Control Red Zone. 11-18 counting off the clock here in the fourth. As he'll turn, he'll hand the football off to number three to the left side, and he finds a little bit of daylight, and he'll gain maybe two on the play. And that's about it. So now it's going to be third and around six or seven um, for Tyner as they are trying to get some points on the board. If they can, they can cut into this deficit and stop Mercy Roll Clock. Um, and if not, Alcoa could probably get one last drive on offense and just run the rest of it out. Right, Heath. Um, one of the things, just to kind of remind our viewers or listeners as well, is the um, Tyner's roster was a little messed up. Oh! Uh, so bad. So close. But um, missing quite a few players and numbers and so forth. So, again, if you hear us calling a number without a name, that could be because we – don't have anything listed on their roster. Yeah, tried to make a phone call, shot an email over, 
nothing. Was not able to get a roster. Um, we had someone who was able to pull one off Max Preps and bring it over for us to take pictures of. So we're kind of just flying by the seat of our pants on that one. But we do have Alcoa's roster, and we will continue to give you that throughout the game, as we know that one pretty well. Uh, fourth and seven now for Tyner. One last chance here to see if they can cut into this is 10 minutes and counting off the clock here. Drop back, and Jackson looks across the middle. He's going to throw a deep fader out, and good defense, and broken up Drop. incomplete. No flag on the play, and nicely done by Brennan Dugan out on the outside. He's another one, Scott, that I think has made some plays tonight that makes him a potential candidate for player of the game. He's had some really yeah, good catches. Very, very important catches there at the end of the first half. Um, about just 32 yards and two quick pass plays right there getting the ball out of bounds as well. So good intelligent plays for Alcoa as they were driving the ball down less than a minute left to get that um, get that 28th point down there on the board before halftime. Uh, so still trying to figure out who that player of the game is going to be, but we'll continue to keep you posted on that one as we'll hopefully know here in a few minutes. Um, a little over nine minutes left to go. They'll turn. They'll hand it off to Cannon. Cannon breaks the tackle. Will not break the second, but he made it to the second level, and he's taken down to the turf after a gain of nine. Uh, nope, they're going to end up moving it back just one yard, a gain of eight. Second and two now for Alcoa. Buckles hands off to Cannon. Cannon's got a hole. Cannon stiff arms one guy, will not stiff arm the second, but when he gets going, it's just like a locomotive. Right. Yeah, you definitely don't want to get in front of that. No, and Tyner's got their answer, number 17, but Alcoa's got Cannon. And Cannon won't look to just outrace you. He'll look to just run you over. Yes, exactly. So another Dwight Price Realty Executive's first down will turn, buckles the Cannon. Cannon, another open hole. And again, about another nine-yard gain on that one as well, Heath. Yeah, he's picking up chunks of yards right now. This offensive line is just parting the Red Sea, and he's got plenty of room to run. So now we're under eight minutes left to go. Right. It looks like basically just daring Tyner to put some guys up to the line and try to stop him. Because he's about seven yards back. He's getting a good head of steam when he hits that line. They'll turn, they'll hand the football off to DJ Foster. Foster to the outside, 20, 15, 10, 5, end zone, yes. touchdown, DJ Foster. Another good one Alcoa has right there, good speed. Foster, a good, tough player as well, um, gaining about 46 yards on that play for a touchdown for Alcoa. And we're inching closer to... Dan, Dan, the man's uh, prediction at 49. We are. We certainly are. We uh, we didn't quite reach what mine was. I, I said 56 to 7. But, yeah, Dan said 49 to 7 was his score prediction. And uh, I don't think he's going to quite get there, but he's definitely going to get get this 42 now as the extra point is up, the extra point is doing. And so now with 725 left to go in the fourth quarter, your score, Alcoa 42. Connor Academy, zero. We'll be back in a minute. 
Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So, Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre-owned vehicles get service from a certified trained technician, which includes a 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. Twin City certified.com We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there's no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at Blunt Partnership. What you know about rolling down in the deep When your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze When these people talk too much, put it in slow motion Yeah, I feel like an astronaut in the ocean hey, What you know about rolling down Welcome back, and uh, it has to feel a little bit like slow motion for Tyner Academy as this Alcoa defense is fast, and they're not able to move quickly And Alcoa has just separated themselves in this football game. Scott, 42 to 0. Seven minutes left to go. We're in mercy roll, and the clock is continuing to run. Tyner Academy gets the football back on offense after Alcoa just scored a touchdown, thanks to running back DJ Foster. Um, Scott, as they take the field, like to wish good luck to the Alcoa High School women's soccer team, as the Lady Tornadoes will be playing tomorrow against Oneida at Oneida at 6 p.m. for sectionals. Uh, win or go home for the ladies tomorrow. So we hope they're able to win and extend their season as they continue to battle through their playoff journey. Right. Looks like a keeper there from the quarterback for Tyner as um, Alcoa is able to close on him pretty quickly. Looks like maybe he gained a half a yard on that play if you'll even give him that much. Yeah. Um, we'll keep our fingers crossed for the Lady Tornadoes tomorrow. Come home with a victory. Alcoa continuing to sub out players now is trying to let some of their younger guys get some run here. Looks like one of those is number 40, Cole Welch, in a linebacker. We'll try to find figure out who else is in and let you know. I think Jacob Ballman is as well. As they'll turn and drop back, and uh, running back will take it. And I believe that was not Ballman. It was actually number 26, Terrence Long, who is the other linebacker who came in the game alongside Cole Welch. And Long there makes the tackle. So it will now be third and eight. They've got some of their backups in as well. As It looks like a backup quarterback in the game now for... Tyner Academy Scott trips to the left. One running back in the backfield and one wide receiver to the right. Quarterback drops back and he's just going to chuck it deep. Coming back for it, Alcoa. Oh, yes. <laughs> and comes away with the interception. Oh, good job. Good job. Keep going. Keep going. A break of tackles left and right. And Scott, I think that's Isaiah Bryant who gets the touchdown. What a nice play by that. We got that a flag, man. though. No, oh, no. But that was a really – he was juggling the ball, trying to hang on to it, was able to pull it in, 
got down in the middle and um, kind of had to do a little maneuvering, but it looks like they're going to bring it back. Oh, no. Uh, holding on Alcoa. Oh. But what a play. That was a great interception. I, you know, way to keep his concentration and fight to get down the field. Yeah, absolutely. And you hate to see a holding call on something like yeah, that. Yeah, anytime you score a big touchdown and it gets called back, it, it, it just breaks your heart, especially for the parents who are watching it. Um, and lose lose that moment. But uh, a really solid play by him. It still gives Alcoa, I believe, the football, does it not? Yeah, it, it does. does. It's just a block in the back as well, Heath. I yeah. saw the indication here. And so now uh, Zach Lunsford has entered the ball game at quarterback as the second string Alcoa offense comes out. Good to see Zach. I know he had been out for a little bit, so I'm glad to see him back out there getting some minutes anyway. Yeah, Jules Scales. Uh, one of the running backs in the backfield with him. I'm trying to tell who the other one is, but we'll find out in a minute. More than likely, we'll see this one handed off to Scales here. And we do. Scales to the outside. Gain of three on the play and then taken to the turf. Looks like in the backfield with Scales is number 23, Shannon Salter, the freshman running back. He was watching uh, one of the linemen there just a second ago. I'm feeling like a trip to IHOP tonight because I've been seeing a lot of pancake blocks tonight. Now these linemen came to, into this game hungry after a 21-day layoff. 21 day without pancakes. You're going to be hungry. Oh, yes. Second and seven. 310 left to go in this one. Lunsford turns, hands off this time to Salter. Salter to the right. Stiff arming. And just rumbling and bumbling down. And he will pick up a first down and then some as he's assisted out of bounds. There is a flag at the end of the play and according to our statistician tonight Trevor Dunkel looks like he saw a face mask by the defense or is he going to call that on Salter with the stiff arm the refs look like they're going to call that offensively person a foul yep, yep face mask they're going to call Salter yeah, the, the only thing you have to be careful with when you're giving a stiff arm even if you put your hands out you still cannot grab the face mask yeah yeah you definitely don't see that a lot, and that unfortunate for Salter after a really nice run. Yeah, so he got the basically the run or most of it minus the 15 yards for the face mask from the spot of the foul. Second and seven, now under two minutes to go. They'll hand it off to Salter up the middle this time. It's Salter. He says, fine, if I can't stiff arm you, I'll just run you over. As he lowers his head, knocks down a few bowling pins, and picks up a first down. Good run by the freshman as we're now under a minute 40 left to go in this one. Akoa just continuing to take their sweet time and try to come away with a victory. Two receivers to the left, one receiver to the right. Salter and Scales in the backfield. Lunsford drops back, throws quickly, complete. Yeah, he was on his knee when he caught it. Mm, I was like, he just stopped. Yeah, so caught by number 17, Dawson Sweetland, coach of offensive coordinator, Coach Sweetland. Second, and they're going to say three. Under a minute left to go. Probably see Alcoa run the football one or two more times and close this one out. Hand off to Scales. Oh, we got another flag. 
probably a hold. Probably. Right, holding Alcoa. So you got to keep in mind too a lot of these second, third string players that have not um, gotten as much playing time are in the same boat as the starters were. You know, being out about three weeks, kind of having to get a little rust off themselves as well. Yeah, and that clock is running down and uh, not enough time needed to run another play. They're going to let the clock run the rest of the way out. So that will be the final play of the game. And Scott, as clock expires, your final score here at Alcoa High School. Tornadoes 42, Rams zero. A game that started a little slow after a 7-0 lead. Alcoa finally turned it on and came away with a big-time victory. Yeah, a really good game for Alcoa tonight, Heath. Especially since we haven't played in about three weeks, um, having that tough game with West and then a good game against Cookville as well. Um, been missing the game with Union County due to Union County um, canceling that game due to COVID issues. So good restart for Alcoa. Again, final score 42-0 to zero as they defeat Tyner Academy of Chattanooga. Let's take a couple minute break here and um, we'll kind of be back in a few minutes and we'll give you a wrap up of the game here. So let's take a two minute break. We'll be right back. We are Windy City Grill and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza and more. Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. 
or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things Big Orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at curacoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text Carico to 85100 to receive our special offers. Carico Construction. We build trust. El Jimador Mexican Grill. Authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653. 
or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as timeout protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills, or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, And let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325. Welcome back as we are now in the post-game show here on the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm here with Brennan Dugan, our player of the game, for tonight's game, Brendan, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing awesome, man. Uh, especially after another big time win for Alcoa, forty two to zero, the Tornadoes win. And uh, Brennan, uh, you had a really good game tonight. You played both sides of the football, offense and defense. Right before the half, Alcoa was finally starting to really find a rhythm offensively. Right, twenty one to zero. They'd gotten the ball back with a little over thirty seconds mm-hmm. left to go. Drove sixty yards, and a lot of that was because of some key plays made by you as Buckles was able to find you near the sidelines to make a couple big-time grabs, pick up some big-time yardage, and then have the wherewithal for you to, to get out of bounds and stop the clock. What was going through your head during that? Um, you know, my boy Jamal Williams made a big play in the end zone there, I believe, at the beginning of the second quarter, and he had uh, went down. And uh, Coach Nick's praise is make big plays, just make the play. And uh, they could call my number. I made the catch, tried to do what I could do for the team, just put us in an all right position to get in there right before halftime. And uh, it was just uh, make a play, make a play. Coach Nick's preaches that. Absolutely. Well, making plays is certainly what you did, and not only on offense, but defense as well. Having a couple nice tackles throughout this ballgame, making some stops when needed. But the one that stood out to me the most is Tyner Academy finally started to have some momentum at opening up the third quarter, right? Mm. A couple good play calls, moving the football. Um, Then you see kind of later in the football game, they're trying to early in the fourth stop you guys from finishing out with Mercy Rule. They're trying Mm. to break that up, slow the game back down. They've had some success throughout this one off and on, and then you guys would kind of wake up, and then they would slow things down again, and they went for it on fourth down, threw it a fade into the end zone, Mm -hmm. and you just made a great play knocking that ball loose forcing the incompletion and giving your team the football back. Can you walk us through that play? Um, well, right there before the half or that uh, play, Coach uh, Coach Ringer said, make the play once again. And, um, I mean, we're there in the red zone. It's either going to be a slant or a fade. And then uh, right there I saw him, and I leaned into the end, leaned, leaned him into the sideline and uh, just made the play. It was just a great play. And then Major Newman congratulated me. It's just a big play for the team. Absolutely, and uh, you know Major Newman, 
such a great leader for this defense. Yes, yes, He's he several years starting for this team. What's it like having someone like that? Number one, he transitioned from linebacker to mm -hmm. safety, but he's just got so much intelligence on the defensive side of the ball. What have you learned from him? Uh, he's a versatile player. I mean, he's just a utility player. I mean, uh, he can he can do anything. I mean, from quarterback to wide receiver to DB to linebacker, he's just taught me so many big life lessons where it's just do what's best for the team. And that's what I've been preaching all my life is do the best for the team. He gives me so much knowledge on a day-to-day -day basis, whether it's lifting weights, uh, during practice, uh, just anything, just life lessons. And he's just a great man, great dude, great ball player, and a great brother. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of life, uh, Brennan, you last year played a Greenback your freshman year, yes. and you transitioned back, transitioned over here to Alcoa. Talk to me about that a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I grew up in Alcoa, and I, I moved up to Greenback, and then I just had the opportunity to come back to Alcoa to play with my friends, my family, and my brothers, and it was just a great opportunity. I'm blessed to be here. Well, we're certainly glad to have you. Talk to us a little bit about this. So, obviously, you played in Alcoa football before. You know a little bit about that culture, know mm -hmm. a little bit about the team, but High school level is a little bit different, right? And, oh, and yeah. you played for Greenback last year. Now you move up to 3A football, yeah. state champion Alcoa. What has the high school level for you here at Alcoa been like, and what's that transition been like on football? It's a whole different ball game. I mean, yeah. I got a little glimpse of the state championship my eighth grade year as uh, Greenback went to, th to the state championship. But just over here, I mean, it starts at the practices, the weightlifting, the everything about it is just a whole different culture. With Coach Nicks, what a great coach. He's just all the little things. It's just it, it matters so much, and I just never knew it. And it's just it's, it's such a big – it's the bigger picture. It's mm -hmm. just – Coach Nick's teaches us about life lessons, and uh, it just all adds up and just makes how this team is so close, and it's just a whole different atmosphere. Well, uh, hopefully we'll continue to get to feel that atmosphere for several more weeks as we've got one game left of the regular season. That's super hard to believe. And then it's playoff time, and for Alcoa Tornadoes, they're looking to get another state championship and continue to build on their legacy. And for Brennan, your first high school state championship, so we certainly wish you the best of luck with that. And before we go to break, Brennan, you wanted to make a quick shout-out. Yeah, I just want to give a shout-out to my mother, man, Fly High Mama, and I just thank you, uh, thank you, Dad, for giving me this honor to opportunity. I love all y'all and recipes. Absolutely. Well, uh, we, we appreciate you, Brennan, for coming up here and joining us here um, with the Two Hype Sports crew and with uh, Rocky Top Sports Radio. And uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Scott Dunkel, myself, and Trevor Dunkel will be rotating on the headset as we'll talk about the game and how it finished up and some other scores from around the area and what that looks like for playoff implications. We'll be back in just a few minutes. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. 
Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So, Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre-owned vehicles get service from a certified trained technician, which includes a 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. Twin City Certified.com. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. We all come from any walks of life. But no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Back in as we are here on the Everton Orthodontics post-game show in the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Scott Halcoa with a big-time victory, 42-0. We talked about it earlier, a slow start. But it's not always about to start. But how you, you finish. finish. Exactly, Absolutely. Ethan. Alcoa looked like they probably could have even added more to that. Um, one called back on an interception from yep. Isaiah Bryant that got called back for an illegal block in the back. Um, what a good play on him. Another mysterious one that Alcoa intercepted and ran back for a touchdown. Yeah. And nobody really knows exactly why that one got 
stopped or called back or whatever, something about a uh, whistle had blown. But I'll be honest with you, never heard a whistle, so I'm not really sure where that came from as well. <laughs> but great job from Alcoa. Again, hard to come back from being off three weeks after playing normal, steady football, and then you're out three weeks um, get, trying to get back into everything going on. Alcoa, though, started to pick up where they left off. Scores evident again, 42 points for the Tornadoes over a good Tyner team, so who falls to 6-3 and three tonight. Yeah, I really saw a Tyner team, 6-2 and two this season. Um, a much closer game than last year. Alcoa beat them 63-7. to seven. Um, so a closer game for Tyner. Uh, oh, obviously, yeah. you still don't want to want to lose. But um, positives, trying to give them a little bit of positive outlook here. Um, as we wish them the best of luck throughout the rest of the season, they've got one final regular season game against Teleco Plains next week. Um, hopefully for them, they can come away with a victory and go into the playoffs at 7-3. and three. Um, But for Alcoa, continuing to dominate. And they've got one more left as well. And that right. final one is a team that we're uh, – other than last year, I think a year, the last year or two, we're used to playing the final game of the season, and that is against regional foe Austin East. Now, Austin East is not as strong as they right, used to be. Right, they struggled quite a bit this year. Yeah, and last year, too, they had a tough season, and I think we beat them game maybe two or three of the season right. early on. Um, but, yeah, we finally get them again at the end of the season, and typically they're usually one of the top teams we have to compete with. Them and Gallenberg-Pittman right. usually have pretty solid teams. So um, that'll be a fun game. Good game to play them and happy to be at home and certainly happy that uh, with the way the playoffs look too, Scott, um, we, we potentially will be at home for a long time. Right. I was trying to look at the um, brackets that I had seen. I'm kind of questioning the second round because it almost looks like we may travel. But again, mm -hmm. they kind of told us that last year and we, we stayed home quite a bit yep. as well last year. So. Uh, see the brackets, but don't necessarily totally go by them until I see it happen. Very true. So we'll see. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Uh, we always appreciate not having to be on the road versus having to be on the road as we can get off work and come over here and be able to not have to leave early and, and, and uh, worry about all of that yeah, crap that of nice. the travel. Yeah, the leave early is nice, but um, it's nice to be at home no matter what. And uh, we always love being here with our fans and our student section and uh, they just always bring it each and every week. And uh, uh, there's nothing like being here at Alcoa High School for a football game. It's electric. Um, the new lights this year are incredible. And uh, we certainly love all the people we get to work with each and every week here. And on top of that, Scott, a shout-out to uh, Donnie Moore, who does the PA announcing here at Alcoa as well. Um, you can catch him tomorrow um, in the morning for their uh, show also at uh, Blue Tick Tavern. And he'll do that tomorrow morning on here on WKVL, so make sure you tune in for that. But, uh, Scott, a great game tonight. Uh, Brennan Dugan uh, was our player of the game. Um, we had a, a lot of great choices to choose from, right. and a lot of players had a, had a really nice ball game. Was trying not to do a, a, a player twice in the same season, so Caden Buckles, Major Newman, people might be thinking, well, what about them? Well, they, they've already been player of the game this year. We wanted to give it to somebody else who has made an impact, and uh, Brennan Dugan, for only a sophomore, certainly made an impact. Yes, he in, did. In tonight's ball game, and we're certainly proud of him. And um, uh, a homegrown Alcoa kid who who left for uh, a year or so, um, but ultimately, right before sophomore season, it was determined the best fit was back home. So we're glad to have him, 
and he's doing a wonderful job with the tornadoes, and he will for the next few years as well. Um, but, Scott, let's take about a two-minute break. When we come back, we're going to throw Trevor Dunkel on the headset. Trevor Dunkel and you are going to talk about scores from around the area, some playoff implications, and then we will uh, get ready to close this thing out. So you're listening to the Everton Orthodontics postgame show. We'll be back in just a minute. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. All right, and welcome back to the Twin City Certified and Marable Game of the Week, or you have been listening to it with Heath Uncle and myself as Alcoa wins over Tyner Academy 42-0. Right now, I am joined by Trevor Dunkel. We're going to bring you the Bliss Air scoreboard as Trevor's going to get us up to date on what is going on, not just in our region, but also in the area of Maryville and surrounding areas. So, Trevor, what have we got so far tonight? Hey, thank you. Uh, first, we'll just kind of go down the list of the, the classifications and regions. Um, tonight, uh, we'll start with 1A, uh, Region 2, Greenback taking on uh, Midway. Um, both teams are actually tied 22 all in the fourth quarter, so really good shootout. We'll keep an eye on that as we continue to talk. Um, and that will actually have playoff uh, implications. Greenback three and one in region, and Midway two and two. So Midway's hoping to get that win to you know uh, tie Greenback. However, you know obviously Greenback wants that win to try to lock in uh, second place. Um, and Greenback will also take on uh, Oakdale next week, um, which could also because uh, Oakdale's right below Greenback two and one. So a lot of a uh, lot of good or. Put it, I can't talk, I'm sorry. Could be a lot of movement within that region. 
Um, and then moving on to an important region to Alcoa, you have 3A Region 1. Not the region that Alcoa is in, but the region that we would be facing right, going into we'll the playoffs. Seeing. Yeah, so um, tonight, uh, well, none of them played tonight. Chucky Doak traveled to North Green last night and won 39-0. to zero. The rest of them um, are off tonight. I think Claiborne's actually playing tonight, but... They're 0-3 in their region, so they do not matter to this list. Um, but next week is what is important to this region. Chucky Doak will be taking on West Green, and Johnson County will be taking on um, Unicoi County. So we'll, maybe a lot of movement in that region, but we'll definitely keep an eye on it next week to see any potential teams that we'll, we will be playing. Um, and then moving on to our region, 3A Region 2. Um, as you know, Alcoa be, uh, defeated Tyner tonight, 42-0. to zero. Um, And then uh, right in the fourth quarter, both Gatlinburg-Pittman and Scott County both scored, but it wasn't enough for Scott as Gatlinburg-Pittman defeated them 56-18. to 18. And that's a final. Um, and then also Pigeon Forge easily defeating Happy Valley 35-0. to zero. And I might have cursed Union County earlier when I was saying our whole region was winning. Um, as their, uh, Union County is... Uh, uh, losing right now to Cumberland Gap, 30 to 22 in the third, but there's still a lot of time left in in that game. Um, and then what's important next week is uh, Gatlinburg Pittman and Pigeon Forge playing. They will determine second and third, while Coa's got first locked and Austin East has got fourth locked. And Nor Northview and Union County will take on each other next week to see who's the worst in the region. And then moving on to 3A Region Three, uh, you have Loudon tonight uh, uh, traveling to McMinn County. Loudon and McMinn tied right now, 14 all in the third, which is a surprise as Loudon is 9-0 and so far. McMinn only 5-3. and Yeah, so. and, and that game right there as well, Trevor, Loudon is getting ready to head into a first-place matchup against Kingston, one of our former region mm -hmm. teams as well, as they will be playing for first place next week in uh, Region 3. Oh, yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, so there'll be a lot of great, good uh, games next week to keep an eye on. Um, and then, uh, so, yeah, Loudon uh, tied right now with McMinn County. Um, I did see earlier that uh, that Kingston was actually losing, but I think I've lost that one. There's so many teams that, that play. Um, uh, but we'll move on to 4A Region 1. I'll have Scott look and see if he can find the update to um, Kingston. Actually, there it is in the fourth quarter. Oh, Kingston has finally scored to take the lead. They were losing to Stone Memorial, but right now it looks like Kingston may be pulling out the win as they lead 33-27. And Signal Mountain is actually, or that's Stone Memorial. I'm mixing them up. I'm sorry. So that actually won't have anything to do with uh, region play, but still very interesting if um, if Kingston were to lose to Stone Memorial, who's five and three, uh, but moving on to 4A Region One uh, tonight, so you had Seymour um, traveling to South Green. It's not region game, but just wanted to give you an update. As Seymour is part of Blount County, um, Seymour um, behind in that one. As South Green leads 28 to 21 in the fourth. Um, and then moving on to 4A Region 2, you had Anderson County uh, travel to Bearden tonight. Bearden getting that win as they won 15-22. to 22. Um, And then Fulton hosting Farragut tonight. Fulton getting that win 33-29. And Carter hosting South Oil. 
Uh, Seltoil was leading a moment ago, but Carter scored a touchdown. They are in the lead 34 to 29 in the fourth. So we're going to keep an eye on that and see if they can. Um, oh, looks like Seltoil just scored again. Um, they are leading 35 to 34 um, in the fourth quarter. Um, and then next week, so be some interesting games within that region. Anderson County taking on Scott. Looks like Anderson County will most likely be locking up the, the first position. Um, but you'll also have uh, Carter uh, taking on Fulton um, and then South Doyle taking on Gibbs. So there could be some movement within the region next week. A um, couple more to go. You have, re or you have 5A Region 2 West. On travel to Maryville tonight. They didn't get to bring their refs with them, unfortunately, um, as Maryville defeated them 35-7. to um, Both of those teams have very important um, uh, games next week as West will be um, taking on Central. Uh, yeah, we'll be taking on Central next week. Whoever wins that could be taking first place as Central leads Halls right now 26-14. to 14. Um, And then Maryville also will be taking on Bradley Central next week. Both teams undefeated in region play, so they'll be a, a very important game. Right, Trevor, and I was going to let you know as well, I see on here that that game with Central is now final. Okay, so yes, Central has locked up, uh, or has ended that game, so next week will be... Uh, very, uh, very important game to right, pay attention to um, with, with West. Um, and a couple more scoring updates that don't really matter with the playoffs, but they may matter to us. Uh, Lenore City traveled to Heritage tonight. So Lenore City getting that win, 20-14. Uh, to 14. Um, And then William Blunt traveled to Hardin Valley. Hardin Valley getting their first win of the season against William Blunt, 22-15. to 15. Um, and then an, also a uh, other score update that has nothing to do with high school is uh, Houston leading Boston right now 1-2-0 in the top of the sixth. And one, a couple of uh, scores I also forgot to mention that you would, uh, may want to hear. Uh, Dobbins-Bennett defeating Oak Ridge tonight 14-10. to um, And then Gibbs um, looks like, um, let me see, doesn't look like that's yeah, it's finalized now. Clinton defeating Gibbs 31-28. to all right. Well, the younger version of Scott Dunkel, myself on the headset again. I'm Heath Dunkel, and uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Trevor, great job on the uh, post-game scoreboard updates brought to you by Bliss Air. Uh, heck of a ball game tonight, Trevor. Uh, tonight you had an opportunity to do the stats for us, keeping up with those. Um, your final takeaway from tonight's game. Uh, obviously a great game. Uh, I put on Twitter earlier that it looks like, you know, they're spreading around the, the wealth as multiple people had multiple touchdowns. Mm -hmm. um, I think the quarterback was the only one with, with more than one touchdown tonight. <laughs> um, and that's just because he was passing and, and rushing in. But, um, yeah, they were just spreading the wealth. And as we always do, we run all over everyone. Yeah, again. and well, and I think uh, another takeaway is even with Jordan Harris reentering the lineup some tonight, just a stable of running backs for this Alcoa football team. And we, we know that. I mean, we've seen it every year. But um, you've got some really good ones this year that really have helped give a lot of depth to this Alcoa football team. DJ Foster, Eddie Salter, um, you can Elijah Cannon, Jordan Harris. Then if you need it, you've got some backups in Jules Scales, 
And Shannon Salter, who came in at the end of the game, and they did a little bit of work with that second string and looked really good doing it as well. And So a lot of depth, which can be very beneficial, especially near the later parts of the season as we start to enter playoffs, um, where you're going to need more fresh bodies to be able to rotate in and out as some of these older guys are a little more banged up and bruised for throughout the season. But they shouldn't be too banged up and bruised after 21 days off, but they might feel it a little bit tomorrow, at least after a tough game. But a good game, and a game that they were able to pull away and come away with a solid victory. It might have started slow, but as we said, it's not about how you start, but about how you finish. And Alcoa, Alcoa excuse me, certainly did just that with a 42-0 win. Uh, it was a pleasure bringing you tonight's broadcast here on WKVL Rocky Top Sports Radio. We always miss Marty Millsaps when he's not on the headset with us, but uh, we wish him safe travels. Hopes he has a great time um, in Tuscaloosa for the Tennessee-Alabama football game. And we hope the rest of you have a wonderful and safe weekend as well. Until next Friday night as we wrap up the final game of the regular season here at Alcoa High School as the Tornadoes host the Roadrunners of Austin East. Until then, I'm Heath Dunkel with Scott Dunkel, Trevor, Andy back at the studio, and Dan the man who is with us tonight. With your final score, Alcoa 42, Tyner Academy 0. Until next Friday night, we say so long, good night. And yes, that just happened.